a little deep. But like, it's just, it's funny you brought that up because I've I've been talking to some people about it. You know, I mean, it's just I think it's juvenile. It's wicked juvenile. It, it really I was is. just thinking yeah. the same thing. Yeah. I know nothing of the details. Yeah. Uh, we're talking Jim Beef between I don't know what a riving uh, rivalry fucking yeah. gyms. Yeah. Gimes. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, you see that everywhere. I'm not going to say it's exclusive to that. No, right, right. That yeah. demographic. I mean, you name any type of community or sport or anything, you're going to... Yeah, there's tribalism. Stuff. Bands. Mm. Like, bands get angry at each other. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, different scenes and different right. fucking... Yeah, everything. Right. Sports. Right. Fucking right. sports bands. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. So. How tribal are they sometimes? Yes. Yeah. Fucking A, man. So we were just listening to Zangwin Nation. You got it pr- as close as you're gonna get. It. Let's go with that. <laughs> all right. And that means when you die, all when all your blood is gone. Yeah, the final result of losing all your blood, I guess. <laughs> Justin he- came up with Justin. hematoma. Yeah. All right. I like that. And you yeah. guys are working with Chris Johnson on that. Or are you just wrapped up? Yeah. Yeah. We were. I was just saw him. We. Um. He's mixing it now. Apparently, I was. I guess I'm gonna hear some stuff this week. You pumped? But, uh, yeah, it's cool. That band has grown on me more and more. Uh, like I said, Justin, that that's his brainchild. I don't take a lot of credit. I mean, I've written a couple songs for that band, but um, he that's his thing. Mm. And like I said, with every passing month, I I always like that band. I'm not saying I, I don't want to give the wrong impression, but yeah. it is definitely got. I've become more I'm more into it as time goes on. Every time he writes a new song, I mean, he, he just, he's a really good songwriter. It's gold. That's he's awesome. got tons and tons of material on his computer. And uh, this is the, la- I mean, I, you know, you're always going to say the newest release is the best one, but sure. this is the best we put out so far. This is, he's like up here at the top of his songwriting game. Nice. So, um, yeah, we did it. We, Chris is mixing it now. Chris, what I was saying before was Chris, I think, brought the, he has the equipment for recording the drums. So, the, they were actually recorded, I think, at Brendan's house. Did everything separately. I wasn't there for it. But Chris set up everything. And then the guitars and the bass and the vocals were at Justin's house. And now they're back with Chris and he's mixing it all. And it's going to be out on Horror, Pain, Gore, Death. Again, I hope I'm saying the label right. I say Horror, Pain, Gore, Death or Horror, Gore, Pain, Death. It's like some combination. That's the label we're on. Nice. And um, it's actually one of the guys that works at Relapse. So that I mean, that's incredible because he's got yeah. kind of access to all the advertising and promotional <laughs> vehicles that they have. Yeah. And uh, so that, yeah, the, the album's going to be out on that label. As I said last time, I'm trying to get my other bands on there too. Nice. Um, they've been a big help to us. And uh, that's, yeah, so it'll be out in a couple months, I think. Nice. It's, it's almost done. And then I got we got to email them and come up with a release date. Any, any like, tour dates or shows planned? Yeah, we shows up. We, we, all my bands took kind of a little break, and now the shows are starting up again. Um, I think, gosh, I, I think we're, man, I'm going to mess this up. Exanguination, I think our first show back is in April. Nice. In West Bridgewater. Really? Yeah. Where? I think they, they've been, um, Terrence from I'm Not Dead Yet has been doing shows <laughs> at the Yang C. West Bridgewater, the Chinese food place. Oh they yeah, a, I, I heard. We that. talked about that. But they got um, they got this big like ballroom, like wedding reception room thing, and uh, you know, Terrence and Chris Callahan turned. I mean, it looked like a nightclub. I, I couldn't believe the way they. It was it was like a Middle East upstairs show. The way they had it. What they do like set of lighting and all. Yeah, that? They, well, they already had a stage there, and Terrence has this big sound system, and then um, 
Chris has this light thing, and it was just like he turned the whole place like blue and red and pink and all. The, <laughs> it was just it was incredible. It looked like a nightclub. That's I, awesome. I mean, I believe me, I was skeptical. Mm. I'm like, you know, everybody was. Yeah. Like, Dude, what are we doing here? <laughs> and it, it, dude, I, I was, I was silenced. They pulled that it off. show came out good. Yeah, came out good. That's it, awesome. It, it, it went well. Yeah, traveling shows like you're talking touring and stuff. Where Nick's setting something up for Medjugorje in the fall, he wants to do some type of little run. Um, again, we we don't you know we followed the model of like get as far away you know far distance we can in like three or four days. You know what I mean? Mm. So um, we've been talking to some people in Pennsylvania, so we might make that like the farthest point and a show on the way out, show on the way back. Or we, we're also not against like going just you know. On a Saturday night, playing a show far away and then coming back home too. We've done that many times. Yeah. We did that in New York both times around September. So it, yeah, it, it's all being worked out right now. We're just we're hanging out. We all everyone wanted to relax, and now the shows are picking up again, and we're booking stuff and talking to people. Good. So yeah, that's good. where we're at. There's other shows too. I just I don't I don't I have my in March um March fourth I think Nick's got Pyrexia coming back up again. Really. March 11th, Grand Davidians in Worcester. Again, I would have to have my, my list in Where are you me. playing in Worcester? It's a, it's a place I've never heard of before. Okay. And I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even guess what the name was. It's, it's not... Um, no, play, it's not you know, Ralph's or It's not like the that. Espresso Bar or The Space or yeah. Palladium. You know, it's, um, it's, um, it's not Ralph's. No. Well, that's it was, good. It was that's a place good. I'd never heard of. So yeah. there's other places popping yeah, up. Yeah. And what's good, too, is like, I mean, certain areas, especially around here, it's like, you know... You play in New Bedford, half the crowd's from Rhode Island. Mm. You play in Worcester, now you got people leaking in from, you know, Connecticut, places mm. like that. You go farther enough west, there's New York and Vermont people there. So I, I was, you know, I'm always aware of that too. Like you're, you're sometimes playing for two or three states inadvertently when you don't even mean to, yeah. which is good around here where the, the states are so close together that you're hitting a lot of different market, markets at once with one show. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Dude, you know what kind of trips me up about you? And it, I, and we have this in common. I think probably a lot of writers have this in common, are your influences. Because you listen to literally everything and how it translates into what you do. How does that work? Like, who, who are some of the influences that would throw somebody off if you were to tell them? Well, Kevin, yeah, they won't me, throw me off because you've told me. Yeah, I mean, something <laughs> I, I, I listened, you know, last time I was on here, and it, there was kind of confusion, I think, in some of the conversations because I started talking about this thing about people getting angry at me when I'm in charge of the radio or in a car or whatever, and, and I never really elaborated on it. Point being is, yeah. if I've been at a show all day and I've been playing, or maybe I haven't been playing, maybe I'm in the audience, mm. okay? When it's been seven straight hours of death metal finished with napalm death, okay, and now I'm driving... And I got a car full of idiots. Yeah, no I offense. That. I, I know love all my friends. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> People are just like, what? Wait, <laughs> listen. Put on. Put on. The crank and behemoth. No, stop. <laughs> Shut up. He turned on some like TV. We're going to listen. <laughs> we're going to listen to Magic 106.7 oh. the whole way home. Oh. Unless gonna, there, yeah, that sounds unless good. Unless there's it's some good. fucking fucked up drama and it's a silent ride. Yeah. That's <laughs> happened many times. Yeah. I had to, you want a funny story? You want a quick one? Yeah. Yep. Me. This is me. Picture me. I lost two friends once in Maine. I'm not going to say who they were. 
they wandered away from a show oh, shit. and wandered into a strip club. Of course. <laughs> I had to go into the strip club, which I wasn't happy about. <laughs> and the bouncer who thought he was a tough guy, I go, you just can sit down. Those two are coming with me. And that, w- that was a long ride on the way home. And they're, they're lucky they're both still... It, they exist. I was not happy. It was a lot of me screaming, "Don't, don't do that to me. Stay in this location." And um, that happened once. That's the first thing that comes to mind when I think of a long, silent car ride. Because I've, I've had, I've pulled people off of highways and streets, broken up fights, have weapons pulled on me, all of which I had nothing to do. With. Like I, all my problems are never me. It's people around me. Yeah. So I'm risking life and limb to get everyone home. But yeah. So on the way home, we're gonna listen to Rod Stewart and Kali Simon. And the Jackson Five, and all this, because that's you know that's what I um I love love any type of seventies soft rock. Yeah, your whole life. Love it. Your love whole it. life, right? Yeah, I've always loved. I had an aunt who some of my earliest musical memories. I mean, that's a lot of my aunts. My first musical memories. I remember being in their car, and they all they all covered the different areas. Like I had one aunt that was really into like seventies soft rock. Always had that on the radio. Um, a lot of that Kali sign. Here's the other thing with me too: is that I, I have this crazy. Most kids, you know, you say something in front of them when they're two years old. You think, "Oh, this kid ain't gonna remember." Dude, my memories go back. I I can tell you things that happened when I was one and a half years old. I can pinpoint when they happened based on when I was born versus where I was at this time. From two and a half on, I can remember everything. Like, so, is it is it based on like traumatic stuff or just regular? I've got theories why my memory okay. goes back so far. I've got theories sure. that I'd rather not go into. Same, I, I, I do too. I've got some strong... I've, you don't I've, have to. I've shared my theories with some people, and they all tend to agree. Yeah, that's, that's why your memory goes back so far. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I get but, it. Um, point being is a lot of it, like you hear these really famous songs from the late 70s, like like I mentioned, Kali Simon. Dude, I remember when these songs were... like it was. These were not songs in a recycled... I mean, these were just coming out. Mm. Like, I, I remember when Time After Time, Cindy Lauper, when that song was brand new. I mean, now it's this, like, wow. legendary song that a lot of people yeah. weren't even born when it came out. I remember when it was on the radio, cranking, <laughs> every day, every station. What year was that, you think? That was 84. I'm almost positive it's 84. I'm really, really good with years. Yeah. Music. Almost flawless. The year I, be- I was born. <laughs> yeah, I believe it was 84, so you see what I mean. Yeah. I remember hearing that on the radio. And, um... Uh, you know, a lot of that 70s stuff. I had another aunt that kind of what we now call yacht rock. Yeah. That's a new term. Yeah. I used to call it like early 80s soft rock because the, the funny thing with the early 80s was you still had that 70s feel. If you look at a lot of music, you can pick the beginning of a decade. Yeah, they kind of bleed. It's got in. the residue coming from the decade before. Yeah. Although definitely. the 90s were very interesting because. There were so many stages musically in the 90s, like never seen before. Yeah. That was the one decade that's very unique. But um, back to like, you know, and then I had an aunt that was always listening to like Kiss 108 back when the station was brand new. So I was hearing, I remember like, she'd be taking us to like the beach and stuff and you'd hear like, um, it's a cruel, cruel summer. When it was like right on the radio, like happening at that moment, that big, you know, sound and the 80s sound and all that. Um, yeah. It was all covered. I was getting all of it from the radio. And, um, you know, I, I love that stuff. I don't deny it. I don't hide from it. I love I love ballads, love songs, like what you'd call like a prom song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Angel by Aerosmith, one of my favorite songs of all time. Mm. Um, I, I, and again, 
people just like what? Like, like when I, I don't some, understand that. Like yeah. I don't understand why people get like I can't. Dude, it, a good song is a good song. Yeah, like, and I can't tell you how many times like you know what I mean. Like people have a radio on, like oh, I want, give Dan a turn. What do you want to hear? And I'm like, how about um, how about let's let's hear like a, you know, call me bad or something like that. And they're like what? Why why would you ever listen to that? And I'm like I don't know. I, I, boys to men's all right. I like it. Yeah, sure. What am I gonna say? They don't have musical merit because they don't blast. Right, you know what I right. mean? Like, come on, dude. Um, boys to men can throw it. Right, fuck all down, these man. groups are. Dude, they, I don't yeah. get angry. See, with heavy metal, especially when I was a kid, yeah. there was an anger towards that music because it represented that crowd that rejected. Well, us. like we were talking about earlier, like tribalism. Right, right, and. Dude, I get it. Sorry for the... We're competing with this music right now. Oh, no, it's okay. We might well, be relocating in the near future because of this, but... Yeah, it's, it's all right. You know another me. thing? Kevin, you know another thing that had a massive influence on me, musically? <laughs> really weird thing that... We talked about this before. I went to an all-boys high school. Severian? Yeah. When you take girls out of the equation, the music changes. <laughs> so all that dance music, CNC Music Factory, Real McCoy... All those groups, Ace of Bass, who yeah. I think is overrated. I mean, there were a lot of great band groups that did that type yeah. of music. Yeah. Corona from Italy. Um, there's so many groups. Uh, but anyway, you t- that music is is almost eliminated because a lot of that music you're hearing from girls sure. that are playing it and that like it. So that did something to me as well because in that environment I wasn't hearing that a lot. Mm. So I became very fascinated with like '90s dance music. Because it, it just wasn't filtering into me. Go anymore. earlier than that. Go Berlin. Yeah, yeah, right. Earlier than nineties. Yeah, go right. I love all that stuff too. Um, okay, uh, Thompson Twins. Yeah. Um, who's uh, who sings "Everybody Wants to Rule the World"? What's their name? Tears, Tears for, for Fears. Yeah, Tears for Fears. Yeah. I can't believe I just forgot that. But yeah, yeah. so Sow- I mean, sowing the seeds of love is yeah, an awesome exactly. Song. I yeah. think that song came out eighty nine ninety. That was yeah. a little later. But then you go into that. Okay, in excess. Yeah, I like. I've come to appreciate them a lot more over the years. Same. You know, yeah. I, they Head were record. a little annoying at the time, but mm. I like them a lot now. They, they're great. Yeah. Um, the guys down the hall did a nice cover of "Don't Ever Change." Yeah, I've heard them doing a lot down the hall. That kind of is pulled from out of the backs of my memories like wow that's a pretty original song to play you know mm. but um i uh, yeah man i never in long story short i never ever understood it's boggled my mind and this is no offense man but i knew a lot of friends like this the kid who only listens to death metal and yeah. nothing else yeah. hates to the point where they're like they won't even listen to iron maiden because <laughs> i don't like the vocals and it's like I just don't understand how you live like that. I think it's cute. Yeah. It's <laughs> cute. It's, it's but, cute. But Kevin, music Come is, on, though. <laughs> yeah, music is everywhere. Yeah, like, you put yeah. TV on, there's all different types of music. It's like, if you're only listening to death metal, then you put a movie on, it's like, oh, the never-ending story. This movie's trash. There's no death metal in it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Come on, dude. Like that. <laughs> and likewise, something like that, like fantasy-type movies, yeah. could inspire, you know, black metal. Yeah. You know, that, that it does bounce off each other and work off each other, but you, you can't be closed-minded like that, man. You gotta, you have to, yeah. you know, I like another big thing too when I was a kid is like, you know, if I listen to metal, I hate rap. Yeah, no yeah, way. that was, I right. liked rap, oh, I liked dude. everything, yeah, you know? Definitely. And, and I needed some help. That um, soundtrack, Judgment Night, where they mixed all the metal and rap together. 
Mm, I don't know. It was like, you know, Faith No More and Booyah Tribe were on there. Uh, A lot of that helped, I think, put metal in. I think, like, Rage Against the Machine bringing Wu-Tang Clan on tour, that helped. Yeah, definitely. Listen to a lot of metal kids. Mm -hmm. Most metal kids at that time, the Wu-Tang Clan was a gateway into rap. Yeah. Because if you look, Wu-Tang was marketing to us. They were trying to get in with the metal kids. Yeah. And it worked. That makes sense. Bang your head, bang your head by Grave Diggers. Yeah. You know, it was definitely intentional. That makes sense, man. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like every. I'm into everything, man. All types. Of music. I love that about you, man. I love talking to you about music because like, we could talk forever about it. <laughs> How about what we're doing right now? The get along game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. People still. I mean, we played one show. We played a little showcase thing. Yeah. But still, as people are finding out about it, they're like, Dan's playing that type of music. Yeah, it's oh, funny. Man. I, I have those thoughts. I yeah. have that music, and I came to you and said, I got these songs I'm writing, but yeah. they don't fit any band I'm in right now. Yeah. What, could you help me? You know, so and then that's how we, we form that. Yeah. But, you know, so, yeah. It's, it, it's a lot of fun, man. It's great to, like, expand your horizons and, and do different things, do different shit. Yeah. Not be afraid to do it either. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what people think anyway, yeah. you know. Yeah. People so, will. Because I'm will so concerned it. with how people think. We all know. Yeah, right, about right. Me, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, man. I don't know. Today's climate and what people think is uh, I couldn't be further from being concerned with right. what... <laughs> well, by the way, Mara Healy called me earlier. She said it's okay for me to be on the show. <coughs> oh, like She'll let it slide thank this God. one time, but after this, she's going to shut you down. <laughs> Did you see the coronation of the queen today? No, I didn't. No, I was I, worried because I, I, I didn't know if Charlie Baker would give up his crown, yeah. if it would be peaceful. Let me ask you this. When Prince William was here, that's his name, right? Yeah. Who bows to who? Does King, does King Charles Baker of New England and surrounding regions, does he bow to Prince William or does Prince William bow to him? Now, that's a pickle. Yeah, that is a pickle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On the news, they said they said the protocol. This is how you behave around the prince. I'm like, yeah, dude, this is this is not, we're not in England. Dude, no offense. What? We're in Massachusetts. Yeah, exactly. I, the they go, that, you don't extend. The people that escaped. England. Right, they go, you don't extend your hand to shake. You don't extend a shake. I go, dude, I'll shake anyone. I'll put my hand out to anyone I want. And yeah. likewise, they can do it to me. Sure. I'm not bowing to that protocol. It's we, fucked we, up. We don't do that here. Mm. And, and they're giving instructions on what to, because people up in like where Somerville and these places where they went around to the museum, yep. they, they could have ran into them. That was real, dude. Yeah. They're like, if you see them, I'm like, they I'll, went to I'll, the Celtics game. Yeah. I'm like, I'll do whatever I want. I'm not, I'm, that protocol doesn't exist here. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. It did, did, didn't we detach from them? Yeah. And now you're going to bow to them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they just want to control your right. actions and, and how, how you right. think and perceive the royal right. family. It's For, furthermore, I want to. I want to. I thought we broke away from that in 1700s. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's we, my point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wanna, exactly, man. I want to shout out all the sellout anarchist punks who, when I saw on the internet, they're like, "This guy Trump. You see this guy? You know this guy? He went to England and he didn't bow to the Queen." <laughs> All right, so so the anarchist punks now, whose movement was born of the Sex Pistols, are yeah, now advocating that we bow to the Queen. Okay, and and as I've said, Kevin, dude, well, they I, were they were we could uh, go deep they, with this. They originated <laughs> in the Tavernstock Institute. Like I've said, your hatred, you're willing to sell your soul over your hatred for a guy who's not even president anymore. Yeah. And yeah. like I said, people, oh, you're a Trump guy? No, I didn't vote for him. Mm. I don't vote for either of these two parties. I'm not a slave. Yeah. You are for the fact that you, re- you, you that's where your mind is at, is just follow the lead. Gotta pick a side. Gotta, I gotta show everyone how much I hate Republicans, so I'm yeah. gonna, I'm actually gonna advocate bowing for the queen. 
fucking crazy. Man. I know people, people, people are advocating. I know, I know people who voted in spite, and I'm just like, that's not a way to be. No, it's not. You don't have to do that. And did you see? Did you see the head coach of the Celtics' reaction at the press conference after the game that Prince William attended? Before you say anything, I heard there were actually people in the crowd booing him. Did I don't, you hear I don't any know. Of that? I don't did, doubt it. Okay, what did the coach? I'm it, just curious. It was a did. riot. So he's he's. Uh, well, I know now. He's a, he's a real like Christian dude. Okay. And I forget the exact words that uh, the press reporter asked him, but it was uh, it was like, oh, what do you think? What did you think about the royal family being at a at your game? And he was basically like, who? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And right. She, and everybody kind of chuckled. And she's like, no, like you know, Prince, whatever, and right. whatever. And he was like, oh yeah, I don't really care about Point that. Point being, he goes, there's only one royal family I care about. Right. He doesn't worship. <laughs> Wait, was he it Megan? I thought that was good. Was it Megan and Harry? No, no, it was Prince was. William and uh, Kate Middleton. Oh, Is that the, yes, the actual. Yeah. See how I know that? Yeah. Not the exiled. The exiled mm-hmm. ones. Although, dude, I caught a couple little glimpses of of the other the other brother, and I'm like, wow, dude, they were brutal to him. Mm. There, there was some nasty really? stuff going on there. And dude, I want to say something too. Like Prince William, I look at that guy, and I'm like, dude, he's kind of like Elvis. You hear all these stories, like Elvis just wanted to hang out with the guys and not be famous and sure. play checkers and yeah. like. I look at Prince William like that. I'm like, dude, I'll bet you if he was here right now and you took all that stuff away, you could sit him down and probably talk about the Spice Girls and Oasis and he's probably like, what, television shows he likes and stuff. I think he's a regular guy that was just born into that. And he'd probably much rather be hanging out with regular people. I truly believe that. I'm sure a lot of them are like that, man. Yeah, yeah. That's a strange existence. That's got to be. It's archaic. How, how does it still exist? Yeah, right. It is. Yeah. I, I've told you before, Kim, I've been to England. Oh, jeez, I've lost count three times. Got a lot of friends over there. I've no lost count three it, times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got to count, dude. I do got to count at this point. All these, like, spots I got to remember. And I, I've asked them that before. I'm like, dude, what, what is up with it? Like, you guys still do this? And they're like, yeah. Like they, I mean, it's funny. You'd be surprised how many of them kind of are like, yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, yeah. I, we don't get it. Um, not everyone's on board, you know. But sure. I, I just, it, yeah, it's, it's odd to me. Like, you have a king and queen. I mean, we have it in Massachusetts. Yeah. We have King Baker. Now we have Queen yeah. Mara Healy. But I mean, yeah. the rest of the world, like, we're used to it. But yeah. the rest of the world, we don't. It, it, it's, it's a bit. It's a bit. It, what's the difference between Charles Baker and Mussolini? You tell me. Mussolini didn't make anyone wear a mask. Okay. I got lots of jokes. Didn't Benito? Benito was, uh, he was gutted in the streets and hung up, right? My grandmother lived, yeah, lived in Italy when he first came into power. Yeah. Hold yeah, on for a second. Ah, Fuck, not by the mic. Yeah, right? Off. Yeah, it's okay. And ironically, um, she uh, actually uh, liked him. Yeah. Can you believe that? She liked him. She was a fan of him because she says he fixed the roads and let put the girls in school. So, you know, it goes to show people's different perceptions of leaders and fascism. And, you know, not my grandmother wasn't a fascist, but she did like, you know, she didn't think he was a bad guy, and which is it's yeah, odd. The locals, you know? the locals over there have a different view, period. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? I saw a thing the other day, and it was interesting because... You know, like in the South, they teach the Civil War differently. Oh, yeah. They say like it was a 
battle of uh, um, states' rights, which it was, but, I mean, they, they leave out the nasty stuff. Yeah. And um, I saw a thing the other day, a video, which I didn't watch very – I want to watch the whole thing, but uh, it was saying uh, – everything all right, Kevin? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it was saying uh, – it said um, how the Germans teach World War Two. I was like, wow, that's interesting. I wonder how they do spin all that for the kids. Um, I don't think they sugarcoat or say Hitler's a, a great guy. I don't think they do that at all, but there's got to be some type of damage control after your country goes through something like that. Well, that's you know, Rockefeller so. printing presses yeah. at the very top. Fuck yeah. yeah. Yep. Sorry about that. It's okay. Sorry about the fucking feedback. I'm I glad gotta, everything's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, my, my, mom's, my mom's trying to get in touch with Kelly. And, yeah. yeah Text, textbooks cool. in other countries. Well, what about textbooks that... Like saying about Dude, what about our textbooks? Yeah. They're fucking bullshit. Other yeah, <laughs> textbooks like about the coronavirus in 20 years? Yeah. Oops. Oh, shit. Yeah. We're flagged. Oops. 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 Oh, my God. Oh, vaccines. Oops. Oops. Even when they talk about 9-11, like there's, there's questions you can't ask. My oldest yeah. daughter, Amaya, was questions telling me that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird, man. It's fucking scary. How do they rep? How did they? Did they just say shut up? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they just shut it down. Like, oh, we're not going to talk about that, or you know. Yeah. I think one of our teachers actually said that they were they were told not to talk about a certain subject when it came to nine eleven. Yeah. Without almost like borderline publicly humiliating them in front of our peers, mm. being like you're a quack. Yeah, just even questioning the narrative because that they're not they're not teaching kids to question the narrative. They're just teaching them the narrative. So when these kids start asking questions about it, they right. they just veer away. Kevin, the thing I've always said about September 11th, I don't, you notice with me, I brought this up with you many times, I don't get into <coughs> conspiracy theories and like yeah. deep state, and I don't do that. I just say, I always just look at what I know. Mm. Okay. I'm not saying something weird happened. What I'm saying is that whole day, I remember yeah. people left and right saying they heard explosions up and down the bottom oh, floor, yeah. which oh, would yeah. which would imply carefully placed demolition. Absolutely. So why is it? It's not a conspiracy to, to say to yourself, "Geez, I wonder if." Let's say it was terrorists. It's healthy skepticism. Yeah, like like people say, "Oh, you think it was the government?" No, I'm not saying it at all. Maybe right. maybe it was terrorists. Yeah. Maybe they got themselves they employed themselves at this place days before maybe some of them had jobs that's yeah right yeah and the couple days before maybe they planted explosives and that's what they heard blowing up up and down why is that bad to ask that question that's not saying your because it leads did it. to the truth and right. it's opposite but, but of what we're being told i never said george bush did it and your right. government did. i didn't say right, right. that yeah, yeah yeah i didn't say oh, this people was because get super offended. our foreign policy and we're murdering people here and there I, what yeah. i said was yeah i'm agreeing with you you're saying no, it was Arabian ter- terrorists from you know the Middle East, and that's it. Okay, so why couldn't terrorists from the Middle East go in a couple days before and plant? I mean, that was the second yeah. attack on those buildings. Yeah, they did it before down in that yeah. parking garage. So why not? Yeah, they right. got a car in there and blew it up. Maybe they had other cars down there. Yeah. So what? Yeah. Well, why is that bad to ask that question? There, there were multiple vans that were pulled over the day of nine eleven. Right. By yeah. one of the companies was called Urban System Movers. Yeah. Urban moving systems. Um, and I won't even get into it. There's just a whole fucking yeah. thing yeah, it's about a whole that. Thing. And the right, owner, right. Dominic Suter, and all that. He's still wanted right. for right. questioning by well, the FBI for yeah. his 9-11 fucking actions. Well, Kevin, <laughs> how about the fact that all the, so how many of those guys were operating out of Saudi Arabia? Right? Mm-hmm. But we're going to attack 
we're not going to attack Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it's just like I'm like, wow, Saudi Arabia is in a lot of trouble right now. The Saudi, no, the Saudis. Yeah. Are, no, they're not. The yeah. Saudis have power. They're a rich ass family. I knew. Yeah. Uh, I had a friend who knew a. Uh, Someone that was part of the Saudi Arabian royalty that was going to school. No yeah. shit. Yeah. And he said, a lot day, of them do. The day before it happened, this kid mysteriously, one of his family members said, the plane, time for you to get out of here. Wow. And the, the attack happened the next yeah. day. They yeah. Knew. There were people. Oh, there was a ton of foreknowledge. There was people that knew this was coming. Absolutely. You know? and, uh, y- and you know, before we started talking, we, we kind of touched down, before we started recording, we touched yeah. down on the surveillance state, yeah. which 9-11 had a huge yeah. part to do yeah. with, uh, like, launching yeah. us the into the surveillance Act. state with yeah. the Patriot Act, yeah. yeah. And everything we've seen since then is just just more and more and more. Let's start with the Patriot Act. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I, I love Republicans and the conservatives. The Patriot Act. The Republicans <laughs> and conservatives say, Communists are taking our rights. The liberals. Yeah. I'm at the coffee shop and I'm screaming at the TV. It, and I go, hold on. Time out there, big fella. <laughs> Who was the president when the Patriot Act got signed? George W. <laughs> right? Was it not George yeah. Bush? That's the middle initial, W, George yeah. W. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go get the evildoers. Go get the evildoers. The evildoers. Right? Well, he got them. Only the evildoers turned out to be you and me. Because I can't leave my house without a camera being on me. Right? right? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean... You know, I say that every time someone starts crowing about it. Dude, the biggest loss of your freedom happened in this Republican. And yeah. he was okay with all of it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was Republicans that let that happen as far as I'm concerned. Or they were in control. And the PNAC agreement, the Project yeah. for a New American Century, which was signed by George W. and a bunch of other people uh, right before 9-11 happened, which called for a new Pearl Harbor-like event to reset the American right. economy. <laughs> um, and now, and at Logan, my dad's flying <laughs> later this month to visit. And at Logan, there's going to be facial techni- te- uh, recognition yeah. technology at the fucking. It's, dude, it's what's, what's the surprise? What's the surprise? You can actually opt out of it, though. I'll tell you what. Okay, first of all, that facial recognition is already in the state. It's already here. Okay. It's already it's in our been phones. Here for a while. It's in our phones. Number two, um, people go, oh, you, you go to Logan Airport, <laughs> you have to go in the X-ray machine. I go, not me. What do you mean? I don't go in it. Why not? Because I know my rights. That's why I don't go in it. And and I, every t- I I try not. I only travel when absolutely necessary mm. these days. Yeah. I don't. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't believe that I need to fight my way back into the country. Yeah. Okay. You get off the plane from a foreign country. What's your business here? What does my license say? Are you okay, sir? No, I'm not okay. Says Massachusetts is where I live. Yeah. Not up to anything. Yeah. I've already got off the plane. I'm here, Just and now I got to fight my way out of this airport to prove <laughs> that I grew up here, yeah. right? Um, X X-ray, X-ray machine. No, first of all, let's start. Remember, it was the naked body scanner. Yeah. Now they stopped doing that. Yeah. Not because the people at the transportation TSA, whatever they call it, the security, yeah. which Michael Shirtoff, who was in charge when yeah. they started doing the Rappy scan, yep. turns out. He's like a stockholder or something in the company. A little conflict of interest there. So he's the yeah, head of the... He of was shit. either head of Homeland Security, one of those departments, I forget what, and then they're pushing the naked, the, the scanners that you're talking about, yeah. and it turns out he's profiting from them. Oh, yeah. And, okay, so there's problem number one, right? But anyway, at the time, it was a naked body image. So they're seeing your genitals on, okay? Yeah. They stopped doing it. Not because they're good people, 
but because so many people complained about it. And what happened was, if you remembered, after they swore to you that they weren't they weren't storing the images, they found about forty thousand images being stored at the airport in Florida. So they were storing it, and some some weirdo was looking at them yeah. after you passed through there, yep. right? I don't go through them. You don't have to go through them. I'm not going through that. No thing. shit. I didn't we're, even. We're uh, gonna pat you down. Would you like a private room? No. Do it right here. Yeah. I want all these people to see it. And what makes me angry about it? I've told this story a million times. Yeah. Is that why am I the only person saying no? Now you can look at it like yeah, I think a lot of people don't even but, realize right. you can say no. You still like it's almost like pick your poison. You still have to be patted down. Right. Yes. Yeah. True. But if I saw half the people going through that that cancer machine. And then the other half, getting patted down, at least I knew people were thinking about it. Yeah. And they know their rights and they know they can do one or the other. The fact that I'm like one of probably three people that did it in the last five months. Mm. What, you know, when I go, th- I've been in the airport forever, but when yeah. I do do it, it's so rare. That's just, just hurt them in, hurt them in, hurt them in. Mm. And also, ladies and gentlemen, you got to think about when you go get an x-ray, there's a doctor and he's hiding behind a fucking while you're get, a shield yes. wall of light. While you're getting while you're all getting that exposure. Yeah. It's not, you know, anything to fuck with. And you wonder why the cancer rates are so high. A. Mm. Like that. B, C, D, E, F, every other cause they won't admit. I'm probably gonna reference a lot to the last visit here because these topics are already intersecting. Okay. I believe I told my dentist story mm. when I just stop going to the. I don't. I don't have a doctor. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. They go. Who's your primary care doctor? Me. I don't have a doctor. I don't go to the. I don't do these things. Right. Yeah. Especially Homeo- now. Homeopathy. Dude, go, I have. I'm already lining up girls that I know that work at hospitals because I'm always. I'm always getting like severe injuries at work. Broken bones. Broken bone. I'll deal with like stitches and stuff. Yeah. I've already told them. Dude, I cut myself up. You're, we're doing this in my living room and your station because I'm. I'm not putting that mask on. Mm. It's absurd. I'm not doing it. I'm not going in. You're not taking my blood pressure. I'm not here to get my blood pressure taken. Yeah. Well, we need to know. No, you don't. No, you don't. I'm here yeah. for stitches. Okay. Yeah. The last time I ripped my arm apart or whatever, they're like, we're going to take your blood pressure. And we're going to, you know, you're not because I'm here for stitches. And guess what, Kevin? You're sitting down for this. They didn't do any of that. I refused it. I said, I'm here for stitches. Dude, the sun came back up the next day. <laughs> the sun came back up. No shit. Like, they act like the world's going to cave in if they don't yeah. follow this protocol. Yeah. So anyway. They, well, and then they me- put you on the back burner. Right, right. So anyway, um, the dentist. I stopped going. Now, one of the few places I went to was the dentist because one of my cousins actually owned a dentist place in Middleborough. And then, you know, we were all going there to, like, give the next people business because they were good people and he was trying to set them up. I stopped going. Reason being, every single time I went there, like, we're going to x-ray your skull. I go, yeah. that's radiation. They go, it's just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I said, but ma'am, I come here every six months. Mm-hmm. You're doing this to my skull twice a year. Mm. That can't be good. No. That's adding up. And then throw in there the, um, the, 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 the machine at the airport. Yeah. Then throw in, I said this too. I told this story too when I used to work at the Pembroke Hospital. Nonstop. MRI, 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 MRI. Dude, you're doing these MRIs and these CAT scans and these x-rays for every little thing. The kid gets a paper cut and you're like, well, it's also a lot of money for a helicopter too. Put them in the machine and bill them. Yeah, med flight, med flight, med flight. Dude, this is is big money. It's a big industry. And I got to see all that. I'll never forget the time I got, um, 
the, the booklet for my town with the taxpayer dollars. And, and they had like, they broke down everything in the town, water bills, this and that. Dude, it, it was like ambulance bill. Dude, they're charging you for every little thing that happens, all these yeah. precautions. Well, it's a precaution. It's not a precaution, dude. They train you just like they train therapists, psychotherapists, to, to push a medication, to put to whatever it is, a procedure. Uh, you know, a study. Ev- everything now is, 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 is a C-section. Everything. Yeah. Because that's a surgical procedure. Yeah. That, that's money. Dude, yeah. I'm sorry. I, people, like I said, people in these occupations that I attack... They get so upset when Dude. I say this because I'm attacking like they went to school for this. This was their life's yeah. work. Yeah. And now I'm here saying, hey, man, what are you guys doing? And they, they don't like that, dude. That's 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 a tough pill to swallow. Well, yeah. they're not yeah. fixing. They're not fixing causes of stuff. It's just putting a Band-Aid on yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's no money in With um, petroleum-based meds. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Kevin, the other thing, too, with like the surveillance state, like this is the other one that cracks me up is – you know, I see all these police chiefs with their little American flag on their yeah. sleeve. Yeah. When you see a public surveillance camera, you have a little area where maybe people are getting in fights and it, it, we're putting up a camera. There's been too much trouble here. Mm-hmm. First time I had ever heard of it, I drove. I mean, I used to go drive and see where these cameras were mounted. Now they're everywhere. Yeah. There was a time where it was a big deal when they were going up. And I, I would go and like observe it. And it's, it's all these police chiefs. That you know they've got an American flag in front of their, and when I say, dude, listen, you're you're, you're killing our freedom right now. Yeah. You're killing our privacy. If you're a police chief and you've got that little American flag in your sleeve, again, the natural reaction is to attack me and be mad at me for saying it. Yeah. Okay. I believe the expectation in this country is that I can go out in public without having every little thing I do being filmed. Yeah. I think it cheapens life. You're walking in the park, walking your dog, teaching your kid how to ride a bike, or yeah. whatever it is. People are holding hands, having, you know, here's your wedding ring. We, we're doing this yeah, out in this park. It's moments. being, it's, it's being filmed and stored as a digital image. Yeah. It's reduced to a digital image. Yeah. And I just think um, a lot of these public ones, especially on the South Shore, a lot of them, there's a feed. Some of them, there's a feed going back to some of the police departments so they can watch and keep. And, um, I just, like I said, I think it cheapens life. Yeah, I I understand. See, here's the thing. There's about some me. major implications to right. that that people don't wonder about. And they just yeah. say, "Oh, I don't care. I'm not doing right. anything I'm wrong. I'm not doing anything wrong." Yeah. And I say, um, I mean, I got a few things to say about it. I, I um, they don't give you back freedoms. Right. Like once they take stuff, they don't give it back. I've never argued. And the list grows. I've never argued. Ever said it stop? It won't stop crime. I don't say that. I'm sure it does stop crime. I don't care. Yeah. This is where we're at. Yeah. That we have to be babysat by a camera, mm-hmm. right? What people don't understand now in England, I believe it's in England. Speaking of England, they're like the most surveillance. Well, what they are, yeah. and this I remember when people here used to laugh at them. Yeah, a bunch of scumbags watching it. Well, <laughs> yeah. Look at us now. Yeah, looks exactly the same. Yeah, the cameras. England came up with those. I mean, they. They pioneered the little black bulb in the restaurant so you don't know you're really being watched. Yeah. Now we have them everywhere. Here, yeah. Right? Um, they're going to stop because they're going to start having restrictions like you talked about um, last time. You can only drive certain mileage each month because of your carbon footprint. Yeah. Well, they're going to start these cameras that are all over the highways that were just supposed to be for catching speeders or people going through the tolls. Right. That was the premise. Yeah. Now they're going to use them to track and make sure you're not going over your mileage yeah okay because they'll read the, your plate right the yeah. biggest thing that i got 
when I started getting angry about the cameras, I've I, I told this story a thousand times. I used to work at um, the Ikea in Stoughton on the Avon line. Yep. I told you I have a morning job, but I would I always have a second job too, right, that, that I go to after. I squish the two jobs together. And I, that at one point in time, the, job, the second job I'm at now, my second job, I had my first job and my second job back to back. I briefly left for a little while to work at that Ikea. I helped open the place. We were there before it was even open. I don't know if you guys remember it or not. It was just like big. It was a big deal, yeah. Yeah, we never had an Ikea around there. I was working there, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll never forget. I just wandered into the security room. And and the guys that worked there were showing me their camera system. This was like a big turning point for me. What got me was they're in that room watching everybody. And then they showed me. They're like, look, you, you can zoom in on people. And I'm like, what? So, like, you're walking around, someone's zooming in, like, on you, on your, your whatever, your girlfriend, your mother. Like, that's where it gets creepy. Yeah. Dude, don't tell me they're not zooming in on girls. Oh, dude, Don't they tell are, me yeah. they're not doing that, because I know that. Oh, they're right? taking full advantage right. of that. And, and, and that's, I'm like, dude, people are going to know this. Yeah. And here's the other thing, too. If I walked into Stop and Shop up the street, and you were in there. If I stood a foot away from you with a camera right in your face yeah. and kept down following you around the store, mm-hmm. I'd probably get a punch in the face. Like, dude, what are you doing? Get away from me. Of course, yeah. Okay. So why is it okay for them to watch you just because they're in a separate security room? They can still zoom in on you and follow you around. The, why are you okay with that? Yeah. Because it's the exact same thing. Yeah. I, I find it to be disturbing. Again, I, I'm sure it fights crime. And in a private store, they can do whatever they want. They're right. protecting their merchandise. Fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not so much concerned about that. I think people should know about it, but it's still their right. <laughs> I'm more worried about, uh, like I said, at some point these things are out in public. And I have yeah. the expectation that in America that brags about how free they are, I can walk around and not have a camera on me everywhere I go. Yeah, There's a time and a place. 24-hour mm. Cumberland Farms, okay. Yeah, A bank, yeah, of course. Dude, they got these things just sitting on top of the, the, the lights in, in the middle of all these towns in the town center. Yeah. It, it, it's too much. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. A lot of these companies, a lot of the com- uh, private companies, you know, and they do whatever they want. A big one's Twitter. Yeah. And uh, that was a big thing over the last few years is them banning people yeah. for, you know, for, well, really suppressing freedom of speech. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, oh, well, they're a private company. That's what, like, a lot of our friends right. were saying. Right. A lot of, you know, the right. punks and stuff were like, well, they're a private company. They yeah. can do whatever they want. Right, right. It's like, no, but they're, <laughs> they are, they actually are in league with the government, right. and that's been proven. And it's like the town square, dude. Right. That, that's, like, Twitter is like the town square. Right. Like, nobody should have that much power, and really, it's servicing us, the public. Here's what I think. And that that is. Are you familiar with Doctor Sheba? Yeah, of course. Yeah, is he the? He's the guy that was. He's here, right? Yes. Was he was the one that was trying to run for? Um, yeah. What was he running for? Was he running for? Uh, I forget. Governor? I, or? I forget what he was. I do know to exactly who you're talking about. He actually. He's a he used to. You know who his girlfriend dude. used to be? Was was Fran Drescher. Is oh, that really? the guy? Yeah. Oh, I he didn't was the know guy that, that was. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was kind of like against like the masks and everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And the yeah. I was following was very... him. Yeah, I was following him at one point, like yeah. watching his moves. On. Yeah. What were you gonna say about him? Like, well, what? he he brought up the whole like you know the argument of Twitter being a private company and all the stuff, and yeah. he proved in an actual lawsuit yeah. in front of like into a judge yeah. that there is a back door 
uh, like a portal yeah. uh, to uh, the Twitter, you know, right. um, the platform, and that the government was yeah. in league with Twitter. Right. And that they were using it to suppress speech and things right. that were happening in the last election. Right. He fucking 1,000% proved it. And the judge was even – the judge didn't deny it at all. And he sent these stories in the paperwork from the actual, like, not trial, but hearing right. to, like, Tucker Carlson, right. which, dude, I've never heard him swear, but right. I heard him on uh, Sam Tripoli's show the yeah. other day, and he was like, I call him fucker Carlson. He was so fired yeah. up, dude. He was like, he's a piece of shit. He's fucking, he, you know, he's a fake, uh, just a fake right winger or whatever. Right. He's like, they're all fake. That's He was going right. off about it and how Tucker has suppressed the story. Right. And, and they pick certain stories to talk about and then they just they do it in a way where he said it was they they share facts and then enable action like i mean no they stop action from happening so like they'll talk about these fucked up things but then they'll just move on and and say hey we talked about it right. and, but and they don't inspire any action to be taken right well, i mean sean hannity was like he disgusted me during the coronavirus yeah dude. he was on yeah. board Dude, I don't want to get the, in. I mean, I don't need to really say much about it. I mean, I yeah. just we'll leave it at that. I mean, I don't sure. want to get into the whole thing about Sean Hannity, but he yeah. was on board for all. I mean, he's like, our rights are being taken away. Well, dude, you're out there telling everyone to wear a mask. So but that's what he's doing, right? Right. Like, there, he's he's talking about it right. as just a story, right. and then moving the fuck on to the right. next story, and not right. really creating a movement. Not right. When when there should be a movement. My yep. cousin, who we've talked about, who's the author. Yeah, okay. I want him on here. He, yeah, I, I think we can still maybe arrange that. He so, did a podcast with Tucker Carlson. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 work on that. Hopefully, sure, getting sure. him getting him in here, right? <laughs> um, he, you know, he pointed out to me, and and this is where Twitter comes in. Okay, the problem with the libertarians is this: libertarians, which I mean, I guess I consider myself one, right? It's everyone go in your own corner, do your own thing. Mm -hmm. But there's an expectation that people with that freedom are going to be responsible. Mm -hmm. And they're not. So the problem arises, okay, libertarians, everyone's going to leave each other alone. We're going to do our thing. We're going to have no government. We're just going to, it's trust in the people. Mm -hmm. Or very little government. Very little government. An actual representative republic. Because that's what we are. We're not a democracy. We're a representative republic. Meaning... They're there to do our bidding. They're there to represent us, not to tell us what to do, Mm -hmm. not to be our overlords, but to do our bidding, right? And the assumption is that we're all on the same page. Mm -hmm. You don't need to vote. You don't need a democracy because we we all have the same goals. But um, the problem with that is, okay, fine. Everyone do their own thing. Well, I'm putting a strip club up next door to the elementary school. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. Libertarianism says you can. Mm. The, The point being is there's an expectation that no one's going to take advantage and say, well, I'm going to put a strip club up next to the kindergarten. And that's yeah. where Twitter comes. The point I'm making is this, Kevin. That's where Twitter comes in. Twitter is a private business. Right. They can do what they want. Yeah. But the expectation is that in America that they're not going to use it for evil. Right. That's the problem and is they, that there's – like yeah. you know, Spider-Man, there's incredible responsibility and they're not taking that responsibility seriously. That's yeah. the issue. I can't tell them what to do. They are private. And like, the, I, I, like we legally, you can't stop them. They can, they they, can do what they want, they, but they, it's yeah, being hijacked. But, you know? well, yeah, but they're in league with the government. Right. So they're, they're not really acting as a private company. They're acting as an extension of the government. That's a great point. 
Yeah. Are they even a private company anymore when they start doing that? I don't. Think I, they I've are. never thought of it that it's, way, and that's that's a fabulous point. It, well, that's what um that's what Doctor Sheba was saying right. too. That's like his whole argument right. towards the whole thing. Right. And yeah. I, I got to agree with it. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. you know. Yeah, I never looked at it that way. That's listen, Kevin. Like I said, I'm very open minded, dude. Mm. You, you just dropped something on me that I never never thought of before. Well, that's an excellent point. They yeah. are. I mean, the only thing they're suppressing is, you know, anything going against the narrative. Right. And, right, and it yeah. was, again, it was proven through court documents that they are in league with the government. Right, so they right. are just an yeah, extension, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it, even he talks about the origins of Twitter too and how it was started and, oh, yeah. and, and Facebook and Mark yeah. Zuckerberg and all that, dude. Like none of dude, these, I, none of these people are, are organic Kevin, or grass, you know, we've, uh, We've talked about my love of like all music, pop culture in general. I mean, I can talk anything. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I dude, I go back now, dude. Even like you know, we talked about the Brady Bunch last time. Yeah. Dude, I watch some of them episodes now. The seeds were being planted, sure, in Hollywood, yeah, dude. Oh even back then with that show. Yeah, the seeds were being planted. It's creepy now looking back. Hollywood this is, is something that's creepy. been plan for a long time absolutely you know? yeah yeah. It's, the it's cia wild. has always been tied yeah. into hollywood i mean yeah. and they've been they've been brainwashing america yeah. and the world yeah for a i long see you time. looking at my socks you can say something no i wasn't even looking oh, you at weren't? Them. Okay. now i am <laughs> those great <laughs> and yeah. those are awesome okay. anyway go on baby yoda socks yeah, yeah. nice nice Beautiful. anyway so go on with what you're saying right. um what was i saying um yeah just talking about um twitter and is it really even a private Enterprise anymore when it's I think being it just masquerades controlled. as one. I yeah. don't think it really is a private yeah. thing. Yeah, that's a good point. But I, but I wish other people would like point that out too because, like I said earlier, a lot of friends that I grew up like in the punk rock scene who yeah. question everything were like the punk side, siding have... with the suppression only because the suppression went against the narrative right. and they were for the narrative. They were for at the time get the vax, right. do, you know, do all the shit, don't question it, don't be a healthy skeptic. Yeah. Which is really aggravating too, because they say, you know, they say trust the science. Right. Well, but what is science? It's skepticism. Like you, real science is right. formulated through skepticism. Always right. asking questions. Always right. trying to work right. it out and figure it out. Kevin, are we talking about the science that when you go into Applebee's, <laughs> the virus sees the right? It's, it runs in the other direction. You can take the mask off. When yeah, you, you sit down and the virus. Is three, like, okay, I'll leave you alone. For three years, no one will give me an answer on this. Yeah. They go, oh, well, dude, I called a lot of, um, you know, first of all, the, you, you brought up the punk rock anarchists again. Dude, I just stick my, there's no credibility left with me. Not after I saw the behavior for the last three years. I, I don't want to hear it. It's fucking you, weird. I thought man. you guys were anti-government. Apparently you're not. Yeah. I told you, I saw that meme with The Rock yeah. from that remake of Escape to Witch Mountain. Yeah. And he's driving and he's, you see the back of his head. He's like. How bad could this whole thing really be? And the two kids in the back, it says, well, anarchist punks are now siding with the government. The rock whips his head around. He's like, what? Like, what are you talking? <laughs> they had me on the floor laughing when I, when I saw that. But um, dude, a lot it's of really not funny. funny but, uh, no, no, but it is. I get it. Yeah, like, Dude, uh, yeah, and a lot of, a lot of that is, uh, like, you know, supporting the war now. Like, right. the, like, it seems like a lot of the, you know, the, Again, people I grew up with, a lot of them, you know, right. from traditionally the left, I guess you could say, are now like support of Ukraine right. and us aiding them fucking right. billions and, and of Kevin, dollars. I'm no friend of like this second coming of the Soviet Union. No, who means. the fuck is? You know what right. I mean? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. It's, it's just because I'm anti-war. I've always been anti-war. Right. But, but like, you saying that doesn't funding it. doesn't mean you're like supporting Soviets. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> what I was going to say, Kevin, like exactly. real deal, dude. I I made phone calls, man. 
Like you have no idea. Like like Laurie Lightfoot. Like I talked to her secretary. Yeah. During, like, I called Chicago. Nice. And, and I said dude. I said <laughs> oh, I, I well I had to call because I, I want to know why Laurie, Laurie didn't have to wear a mask. Uh, uh-huh. I said Laurie, you will wear a mask or we're arresting. I mean we're coming after you. Mm. Gina Raimondo, Rhode Island. We will. I will show up with the state police and we will. But then Gina don't have to wear a mask. <laughs> you tackle some of this stuff on right? your YouTube channel, Voltron, right? Yeah, right? yeah, form Voltron, and we'll get to that in a second. But I called okay. Laurie Lightfoot. We yeah. can talk about that channel. I I called Laurie Lightfoot, and and I got one of the like boards of health, and I go, okay, okay, you, you you're, you're defending Laurie, so let's move on to something else. Okay, <laughs> I said the kids wear masks in school, right? Yeah, but they take them off when they're eating. Yes. Okay, so they're all in the cafeteria together. They don't catch it when they're eating. He goes, well, they could. I go, well, the... dude, you understand, Mr. <laughs> Science, Mr. Wizard, you understand all that, the previous five hours or whatever when they were wearing those masks, yeah. it, it means nothing now. Yeah. They all took them off at once in the cafeteria. Well, they have to eat. So what? Mm. You're saying this is the deadliest disease of all time. Yeah. So, so you can't. What's more important? Right, ninety nine point nine survival rate. Right. Yeah. What's yeah. more important? The kids eating or someone dying from this? Right. Right. And the guy was so angry, he couldn't have an answer. I'm like, dude, these are not. These are not. It's like Saul Alinsky says. Saul Alinsky was, you know, a socialist, whatever, right? But it's still good, you know. Lila Rose live action. She's a conservative, pro life conservative, but she uses Saul Alinsky tactics, which is genius because. Okay, I don't agree with his politics, but I'm still, he's the one that set off, you know, everything in the 60s, the, all the peace movements and all his book rules for radicals. Saul Alinsky, oh, okay. he set one of his first rules. I'm familiar the, with that title. One of the first rules for radicals, hold the opponent up to scrutiny, hold them up to their beliefs. Dude, I'm not attacking, I'm not disagreeing you. Yeah. I'm not just, I'm not coming at you. I'm saying, okay, I'm, I'm buying into what you're saying. For some reason, a magical force field comes up during lunch. Yeah. And he, Explain that to me. And they can't explain it. Right. You think the kids should not eat during lunch? Well, yeah, if, according to you. Yeah. If this thing is that deadly, then yeah. Everyone eat in the parking lot right before they come in. Yeah. And then eat immediately after on the bus or whatever. Or the other spot, they don't have to wear a mask. Sure. Right? Yeah. They had no... I told you, dude. I, I called one of the people, Board of Health Secretaries in Kingston. And I go... I asked her the same thing. I go, wait a minute. You have to, at that point, they had to like wear them in the public buildings. So I say, so you catch it in the town hall, in the post office, but you don't catch it at Target. Mm -hmm. What's going on? And she's just like, and I asked her too, I go, why doesn't the disease attack when you're in Olive Garden? Mm -hmm. And she just, with the most innocent. Because when you're here, you're family. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, she's just like, I don't know. Take the breadstick. I don't know. Right. But it's like, she doesn't know, dude. Right. All these people who have. These fabulous credentials. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you read the Board of Health in Kingston, I mean, they, they've achieved higher education that I've never achieved. Mm. And in seconds, I, I've got their, them spinning. They're in a corner and they're sweating and they don't know what to say to me. Mm. And the woman just says, I don't know. It's like, but ma'am, you, you and your organization are making this decision for the entire town and you don't know? Yeah. So what are you doing? Well, well, Fauci, I don't, he's, in, he's down, he's somewhere else. Yeah. I want to know what, what, what's happening here and what you think. You don't think anything. Yeah. You're just doing what, what Channel 5 tells you. Um, the channel, the YouTube channel. Yeah, Form Voltron. Yeah. That's the name of it. There's a little photo of... Um, you have to look up channels. You can't look up videos. Because if you look up the videos, you see 
form arms and legs, and I'll form the head. One of my favorite cartoons. That's why I called it that. Okay. And um, but you look up channels. It's one of the first ones that pops up. It's a photo of the forefathers' monument in Plymouth, which is humongous. A lot of people don't even know it's there. And yeah, I put little videos. I put one on today about the coronation of the Queen. A monarch here in Massachusetts. I, I had to talk about it because I noticed there's people in the audience in her crowd that are not from here. Mm. Politicians that are not from here that move here because they see it as a political opportunity. Mm-hmm. They don't care about us. Mm-hmm. They want Elizabeth Warren from Oklahoma, Deval Patrick, um, uh, uh, Chicago. I believe <laughs> Mitt Romney was from Michigan, I believe. Okay, point yeah. being is these people are coming in here and using us as their political pawns to create this utopia that I didn't ask for. I thought Mitt was from like Utah. Well, you could, I you thought could be originally right. he ended right. up there because he was a Mormon, but I think yeah. at first he was from Michigan when okay. he was a little kid, I think. Um, yeah, but yeah, right. I put videos up there once in a while. Um, sometimes a lot of videos will get 30 or 40 views. That's fine. Some of them, I, one night I made a video. Like if I make a video about a big topic, immediately as it's happening, I'll get thousands of views. Mm. But that's, you know, I take them down. I don't leave up a lot of videos. There's only two or three at a time. Today you can see what I said about Mari Healy. I'm surprised you even have a channel still. (laughs) Yeah, why? Why would you think I didn't? Because they fucking shadow ban everything. Oh, no, no. I've been in trouble before. I've I've been shut down before and warned. Do you have like one strike left or something? I don't know. Well, in respect to what you just said, I agree with you. I'm surprised I'm still up to. I don't know how they haven't shut me down yet. (laughs) Uh, Somehow I got back on or I might have got shut down and created a new one. I can't remember. There's been so many. But yeah, I'm still up there. I'm still doing that. I just make videos once in a while when, when I feel like it. Usually it's I'm seeing something on TV and I'll film the TV as I'm talking. Yeah. But that can be a problem too because some of the bigger network shows, if I'm doing – a lot of times right now I'll just film C-SPAN because it's a smaller station. Yeah. Some of the bigger stations like ABC – Copyright. At, well, it has a thing on your camera on YouTube. It can see that like I'm filming the view on my TV oh, okay. and I don't own the rights to the view. Yeah. So that will like automatically, there's like a shield that goes up, like you can't do that. Yeah. So I found that out. So I kind of, C-SPAN doesn't have that. So a lot of times I just put, because I like to have like a political background mm-hmm. and I'm not good at like editing and stuff. So I'm just like, dude, you'll see my feet with my baby Yoda <laughs> socks. And I, and I just wag, wiggle my feet like that while I'm talking. I'm like, well, I'm watching TV here today. And I just give what I think, whatever's going on that day, um, my opinions. Sometimes I do it in my car at night and I, it'll just be pitch black and I'll just film the dashboard and just talk. Mm. Um, I you know I, I'm never on there. You just hear my voice, but it's right fun. On. If people want to check it out, form Voltron. That's yeah, they should. Channel. They should check yeah. it out, man. Some interesting stuff. You brought up earlier uh, the you know everything happening with the children at the schools and everything, yeah. and yeah. I just I it just reminds me of how I children under under attack. They are under right. attack, and and it's it's you know they're trying to mold their minds. Just like they did to us, but right. only, you know, it's way worse now. And the, worse. the sexualization of, right. like, the youth of today is fucking bonkers. But again, it was there when I was a kid. It was Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, it totally was. We had in elementary school, in the fifth grade, this, like, sexual education class. Yeah, 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 and yeah. you had a couple kids. Fifth grade, dude. That weren't allowed to see that go to the thing. Couple. And I remember we'd look at those kids and we kind of laughed at them. Yeah. Dude, those parents were, were right. Right, yeah. Because I look back now, dude, that was not a class for fifth graders. No. And if my parents knew, if forget my parents, all the parents yeah. knew what was being said and shown in that, 
It's fucked up. Dude, it's we did not need to be here. Fifth grade. How old are you in fifth grade? You're 12? I turned 11, 11? in fifth grade. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and so I, I also had my sexual education classes in fifth grade, too. And right. you and I are – we're like a decade apart. By the way, can I quick can I cut in? Hold yeah. that thought. Yeah. I believe – we had it in fifth grade specifically. Mm-hmm. There might have been a second one in sixth grade. In sixth grade. A, yep. a regional, a doctor from somewhere came in. Dude, that was some type of state program. Sure. Because you, you had it in fifth grade. All the schools had it And in I had grade. something in yeah, sixth grade. Yeah, it too. was some type of regulated state program. Yeah. Go on. Absolutely. Well, actually, you just, yeah, that was pretty right. much what I was going to say. Right. We were right. taking the first mandated MCASs too. Yeah. MCAS testing. Yeah. That yeah. was after me, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I went to a private been. high school, so I didn't, I didn't have any of that. Yeah, but anyway, go on. Well, it's, so it's, it's just it's it's happening at a staggering uh, rate these days of just like the over sexualization of our right. youth, and it, we had it when we were kids, but right. now it's on a whole nother level yeah. as they're starting to introduce like you know all the gender right. uh, uh, pronouns and, right. and preferences, and right. it's like holy fuck, man! Well, like, don't talk to kids about about their like sexuality like you right. don't have to do that right. like you should they they shouldn't even be sexualized like that doesn't need to be a thing you're, i'm all about people you know perf- like anybody can call themselves whatever they want right not when you're fucking right. 10 well, you don't know who you are kevin it's like i just said just because you question ukraine what's going on in ukraine doesn't mean you're now a communist yes yeah okay yeah, so, yeah. same thing yep. right yep um like i've said said it last time on here dude what we're talking about private businesses mm. Walmart doesn't have to have a transgender bathroom. They don't have to have a boy's bathroom. If Walmart says, here's what we have for bathrooms. We have one for transgender people, one for women. We have a room where you can change a baby's diaper, Mm. but we don't have a men's bathroom. Kevin, there's nothing I can do about it. They don't owe a bathroom to anybody at all. That doesn't mean I don't like transgender people. Right. That's just saying, dude, they're private. That's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. I'm not against you. I'm not hurting you. I'm not saying you're a bad person for your life choices. I'm telling you, I'll even take the transgender out of the picture. Say it's we don't want guys with no hair th- that are Italian. Mm-hmm. You don't get to go to the bathroom. There's nothing I can do about it. Right. If a yeah. if a company wants to make here, we're a racist company. And we, we don't want we only like this color or that dude there's nothing I can now the, now the people this is where libertarianism comes in the people have the power we don't like that that place we're not gonna go there we're gonna we're gonna boycott until they run out of town mm. that's where, where you take the action yeah. you don't ask the government to do it for you and step in right if you don't like Walmart doesn't like transgender people. For, and I'm not saying they don't like them. I'm just saying that was, one. I think, one of the stores that had an issue with the bathrooms. Yeah. If you say this store doesn't like transgender people, great. Don't go there. Yeah. Round everyone up and say we're not going to go there and we're going to run them out of business. Yeah. That's how you do it. Absolutely, right? dude. Everybody has to stop sitting on their fucking hands and right. expecting somebody else who is the government or some right. fucking group like QAnon, right. like they're going to help you. No, they're not right. going to help right. you. Right. And right. they're most likely are the government. Yeah. Like that's just another fucking psyop. All, like, the tr- all these psyops right. are happening to keep people sitting on their hands. Right. All the Trump people. Yeah. And this, well, what was happening was happening <laughs> with the shutdown. Yeah. I say, hey, Donald Trump, is he going to help you? When's he going to come here and get us out of this? Right. Because he's not. No, um, he's a piece of what, shit. What I was going to say with, like, with the young kids and all that, he, he, here's my issue. <laughs> this is my take on it, which is kind of a little different. Um, like you said, the sexualization has been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, drag And it's gotten more intense. Out. Right. Here's the problem. 
and this is my gripe with conservatives on this topic yeah. and Republicans and right-wingers. For years, see, the, the, the Republican, is he's a slave. Yeah. Just like the Democrat. Yeah. You're both slaves. Sorry, you're slave. Yeah, yeah. You buck dance. That's what you do. You yeah. polish shoes. I'm going to tell you why you polish shoes, okay? For years... This sexualization has been going on. Mm. For example, I'll give you one example. MTV at the Beach House. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Miley Cyrus. Yeah. She comes out as Hannah Montana. Then there's an intermission. Now she's Miley Cyrus. Yeah. And then suddenly Miley Cyrus says, my next album is going to be darker. Oh, great. Um, I just saw a Taylor. I like, ta- by the way, Taylor Swift. I, I love, I, love Swift. I like her new album. I think those songs are great. Yeah. Very retro, what we were talking about earlier, like that 80s kind yeah. of sound. Um, <laughs> I'm watching this video, and I know, dude, she's got nine-year-olds, eight-year-olds, seven-year-olds in her audience, tons. And yeah. right at the beginning of one of her videos where they're doing the Cinderella thing, there's a, there's a freeze frame. I, I forget the name of the song, but they show the three sisters, the evil sisters. This girl wants money. This girl wants this. The other girl, they write, but they... She, she, she wants penis is what they're saying mm. she wants the it says D and then all the other words dude there's nine year olds watching that I know yeah. I know five year olds that are gonna watch that video yeah. that have seen that video yeah. Taylor Swift knows better than that sure I talked yeah. about Kesha when she put her mom I saw you know live from Kesha's tour on MTV News she goes well, I put my mom in the penis suit we have a penis suit and she runs out and there's little kids in the audience yeah. point being is this Miley Cyrus she was blowing mannequins on stage like Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. so, wh- why is the Republican a pro a Cro-Mac? I'll tell you why. When this was going on for years, and his daughter was watching this, he had no problem with it. Yeah, no problem at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was only when when the left started. W- like, well, I would say when the Republicans deemed it as a problem. Yeah, and and gave the command. They're brainwashing our kids, but there was a certain problem though. Now they're teaching our kids like homosexuality. So in other words, you, the school can teach debauchery and promiscuity. The television, the radio, you're okay with it. Mm. As long as it's not homosexuality. Yeah, so the same yeah. debauchery can be taught in either case. Sure. And why homosexuality? Well, my church says homosexuality is wrong. Someone said something great like, dude, you, you go after homosexuality, but all the other disgusting sexual behavior you're okay with. Right. It's just the homosexuality. Yeah. Like, right? Um, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Right. So point is, is like, we're angry. As long as there's no homosexuality, you can teach our little kids all the positions, everything. Yeah. Tr- just don't teach them about homosexuality and transgenderism. All the other dis- all the other things that little kids should not be knowing about, that's totally cool. Mm. It's just my church, my Republican, my Republican friends, that my local right-wing selectmen said I should be angry at, about you know, now liberals are the same. Yeah. They're the exact same way. Yeah. You, you, you know, we talked about abortion last time. Why well, believe it's a woman's choice? Stop. I didn't ask what your professor said. I didn't ask what your local Democrat uh, Treasury Department mm. worker secretary said. I, I yeah. asked what you. What is your opinion on abortion? Yeah. Right. Like, well, my church said this about abortion. Well, my professor said this about abortion. I don't care. I want to know what you think about the topics. Yeah. I want to know what you think because I, I don't know what you think. I just hear what you're regurgitating, mm-hmm. what other people said, right? Great example of this, Kevin. Incredible example. Such a great story. You had Nick in here. 
abysmal depths, Nick. Yeah. Okay. Um, years ago, he was trying to set up some event, or he wanted me to speak at his old high school. This is in Rockland. They weren't having it. I mean, they were just so scared of what I was about. Okay, that's fine. I, I, can't, I can't argue with that, right? Like, they're like, this is too much, right? But I said to Nick afterwards, I go, Nick, isn't it funny? When we left your school, after we left that woman's office, who was so terrified of me, did you see what was up and down the hallway? Oh boy. They had done some type of art. Remember we do the art collage, like you'd get a big poster and you'd cut out pictures of a magazine. Yeah. You'd do collage from magazines. Yeah. Or ransom notes. Yeah, you'd even cut out the letters. Yeah. You'd spell the letters from the like from the magazine, right? Yeah. I go, dude, did you see what was on some of that collage art? Like the Katy Perry's, the pictures of Katy Perry, Kesha, whoever, right? Miley Cyrus doing sexual things, just just these, me- you know, Cisco, the thong song. I saw one Cisco's dancing, right? I'm not allowed, but that is. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great example. They, I mean, they're, they, dude, we've got, I mean, if I told you a 12-year-old had sex with a 14-year-old, would that really shock you? Would it stop your day? Would you really, I mean, think about it, Kevin. <sighs> no. Would that really be something surprising? insane to you? Now, at one time, it was. Yeah, yeah. But not anymore. No. That, that's, that's normal, bro. Yeah. That's, that's, what day is today? That's Thursday. Off of the course. Yeah. 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 It's gross. Yeah. So um, it, it's that point being is, again, dude, all these conservatives that are like, the gays are trans. I'm like, dude, this sexualization has been happening forever. Yeah. You're blaming it on gays and this and transgenders. Dude, this has been going on. And you let it happen until you got the command because one of those lifestyles was against whatever. It, dude, this has been happening right under your nose forever, bro. Yeah, you know discipline's I mean? been out the window for like, you know as long as it's been thrown in our faces. Yeah, like, yeah. and dude, I want to say another thing too. Speaking of home, like another big thing about with me with the gay community, when I used to see um uh, the real world, I used to tell anyone I knew that would listen that was in the, any type of homosexual circles what I'd say, dude, look at this. Sh-. When you see it, the real world, every one of those episodes has the girl who just turned eighteen who's from Nebraska and has never been to a nightclub in her life. And they load that place up with alcohol and now she's kissing another girl in the house mm-hmm. and the boys are all cheering and clapping and they're doing it to put a, a show on for the guys. Mm-hmm. I would say to them, uh, you're gay. You think that's helping gays? You think that's helping homosexuality? That's gaining some type of acceptance? Yeah, it's that's that's MTV making you look like a fool. Yeah. That's all that is. Sure. Those girls ain't gay. They're putting a show on for the guys. We're against like, yeah. I thought we were against toxic masculinity and that's not toxic. Right. How many times do you hear stories? Like, I mean, it ended up in the news. Two girls will be kissing at junior high and the boys are throwing money at them. Like, yeah. like it's a strip club or something. I mean, I remember that. I read that a couple times. Those stories came out in the news. Yeah. It, it, it was big enough that horrified the teachers enough that it, and I'm like, that's, that's not gay. That's just, that's buffoonery. Yeah. That's nonsense. That's all that is. That's not gaining acceptance for anybody. And MTV knows it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All these, all these like media groups and the news and the right wing and left wing. They like it. Kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. They, they take something and they talk about it like it's like they're gonna do something about right. it, but then they don't. They well, don't do anything, and it prevents people from making creating movements. Boston, Boston Community News. First of all, I don't live in Boston, so I don't know why I'm listening to anything you say. Is it Boston, Boston? Do you cover the state or you mm-hmm. just worry about which is it? Make your mind up. Mm-hmm. You say, we're the community news of New England. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. Right. If a tree falls someone, on someone's house, 
you've got a helicopter over their house. They're already dealing with this tragedy, and you're filming it, and then putting it on TV without their permission, and you're running it as an advertisement and not giving them any royalties. Yeah. How are you a community? You're exploiting them. You just used them. Exactly. Right? Exactly. You're not helping anybody. And and again, you're taking it. We do have freedom of the press. That was meant to expose corrupt politics, and you know it. Yeah. You're using that. You're taking advantage. Kevin, if something, a tragedy takes place in your life, that is not my business. It is not a news story. Right. You've got these, you know, I can't believe when I see these. Uh, there are fire departments now. A car will be turned into an accordion wrapped around a tree. And they're, and they're putting the picture on, on their website. Why? Can you let those people deal with that? And you of all people, those guys should know better. Every time, any type of tragedy, they're putting the pit. Someone's house is burning down. Why are you putting those photos on your website? Uh, I love, um, there's a station, 95.1, down in Cape Cod. Huge fan of that station. I call it the Ed Lambert Show all the time. They know me at this point, right? <laughs> I try to guide their audience a little when I think they're a little off track. And uh, they every time there's some type of tragedy, they, they're posting the photos on their website. Yeah. Why? And they say it on the radio. You can see the photos. Uh, a car drove into this person's living room. You can see the photos. That's not news, my main man. No, That's not news. That pimping. someone is dealing with something. Yeah. Kevin. And you're I, pimping it out. I will never like forget. tragedy pimps. I'll never forget. About, God, 20 years ago now. There was a girl in Franklin. The kids were pining in the woods. She wandered off. I mean, we've heard this story before. She was drunk, fell down, froze to death, died, whatever happened to her. Right? Mm. So they're searching for her. They found her. A guy, a cameraman from, I don't know what station it was. It was one of one of these community stations that care about you so much. Yeah. The guy hid about, you know, good distance away. I mean, the people looked like little ants. He went in the woods across this, like, kind of like little, like, swamp, hid and crouched down with the camera, filmed the mother the moment the police told her that her kid had died. God. You see her father or niece screaming. Everyone's hugging her. They filmed it and put it on. That's the, fucking Channel 7 is on your side. Channel 4 cares about you. Channel 5. Kevin, you sit there. Mm-hmm. You, you, listen, you, I'm going to bring you the information you need. You mm-hmm. just sit there. Right. We bring it to you. We get, we get the facts. Yeah. And then, this is the other thing that disgusts me. People all, one of the reasons I'm so glad I'm nowhere near social media anymore. I want to, you want to see me? I'm good. Like I can make myself puke, right? Just looking at something. Mm-hmm. Right, here's things that make me vomit. Why this this compulsion to post a news story the minute, like, they post it from the news, like, here's the official article from Channel 4 News. Like, they post it like, you are the, hey, thanks, dude. Like, I couldn't figure this out on my own. And then when they, when they don't post the actual article, people type like they're the, they're the, they're the, the reporter. Yeah. Collision, collision, four dead, three injured, more news when we get the update. Dude, what, what? Okay, thanks, Dan. Rather, like, what is this? Liz Walker is. I didn't know I was friends with Liz Walker, Chet, and Nat. Like, what, what, what type of robot are you? Yeah. Like, they they write it down. Like, they're the new. Like, dude, I don't need to hear this. Right. It's not a news story. It's not my business. What happened to these people? Yeah. Enough. They're going yeah. through something. Leave it. Talk about politics. Talk about foreign policy. Talk about the economy. Yeah. I don't care. That a little kid felt. I mean, I care. Of course. But when someone's little kid falls in a pool, that's not. They're dealing with something already. Yeah. Don't go knocking on their door looking for an interview. Yeah. And people think they're obligated to. Like they have to talk to the news. Yeah. I, I had a friend in Indiana, and I, 
something happened to a family member, a cousin of someone had been killed, and he finally felt like, I got to go out and talk to the media. And I told him, no, you don't. This is after it already happened. I go, you don't owe them nothing. You don't have to talk to them. That's not your job. They're making money off you, big guy. Did they, did they donate to your family after this? Ca- no. Because they, they made a lot of cash off you, right? Yeah. This is people's mentality. They think they, they, they have to talk to the media. I, I had on that channel, it was either that channel or an old one, Channel 4 News made the mistake of approaching me one time and asked for an interview. They said, I got some questions. I held my little phone camera up. I go, that's so ironic. I have questions for you too. You talk about uncomfortable. It was the greatest video I ever made. Channel 4. The, guys, the guy flagged me down. He stood in the middle of the road and like, like wait and like stopped me as I was going to, I was going to visit my parents, right? Uh, Dude, who are you? You're stopping traffic? Yeah. He's like, Taps, I wonder if we get an interview. I got some questions for you. I got a question for you, too. Where do you get the nerve to knock on someone's door when their little kid fell in a pool? Yeah. He's like, dude, this guy looked like, he's like, sir, we're just out here getting the story. I go, I am, too. Yeah. He goes, you can go, sir. You're dismissed. Oh, great. Oh, thanks. Channel 4 says I can go. Channel 4 (laughs) says I'm dismissed. All right. Get him, brother. Imagine the audacity. You're you're dismissed. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. (laughs) Salute him. Right, right, right. At, at ease, sir. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's all disgusting. This constant media manipulation. But, 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 but Kevin, people go along with it. Everything yeah. I'm talking to you about is a routine. Yeah. yeah Most yeah, people yeah. will hear me say this, nod their head, and at 5 o'clock they got that news on. Yeah. Dude, you got to shut that thing off. Yeah. Like I said, you want to get rid of the coronavirus? Shut your, sure. your local news off. So true, Shut off yeah. news. You can, you now have the internet. You can look up what stories you want to look at. Yeah. You don't have to be indoctrinated by all that. Yeah, so now we have like a new variant right now, and it's the most, the most highly transmitted. Kevin, what has happened to you? <laughs> what has happened to you? What? Are you yeah. sick? Are you okay? Oh, I've been sick a couple times. But okay, are you okay? I'm are fine. you here? I'm great. How's the family? How's you? They're doing great. Okay. Yeah. My daughter has a cold. Coming colds are around all the time. I know. There's always colds. Oh, I've been stress. around as long as I've been alive. But now they're trying to get us all pumped up for another like, Tell you know, possible end. mask it's mandate. Never, it's no, never I know. Gonna it's, end. It's this wild. is not an. You have to end it. Yeah. It's up to you to end it. Yeah. They're yeah. not going to end it for nope. you. Channel Seven on your side is not going to end it. Well, I think it. I think it's starting to happen it, now. It, I think people are actually starting to wake oh, up. Better late than never. Yeah, for sure, right. for sure. Man. You said you said you're worried about like what little kids you have kids. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're worried about what the kids are being taught in school. Yeah. Okay. Mara Healy is going to make it a hundred times worse. Sure. That's nothing against her. I'm not saying she's a bad person. I just know where her mind is at. Yeah. I, I, I said earlier, before we started, she's already saying she's going to do executive order starting tomorrow. Yeah. Executive order. Mm-hmm. Who would have ever known in America we even have mandates and executive orders? I didn't know that till the coronavirus. Mm. That a governor can just say, this is what we're doing, and that's the end of it. Yeah. You live in the utopia. Yeah. Kids, kindergartners should know about birth control. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's where you live, dude. And they didn't do this overnight. It took years and years and years of Channel 5 news. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I think more and more people though are starting to create that movement where they so. they fucking fight back. I hope so too. I'm I'm very optimistic about it, although maybe I shouldn't be, but I am. 
more and more people are talking about it. I the thing that bums me out is the people that don't want to talk about it right. because they're burnt out about talking about it. I don't blame it. them. Or they're, or I don't blame them either. This is a long like, fight, dude. This is a, this is a long war. fight. Or yeah. they're, hap- they're happy that they go to work every day and they get their money taken. Yeah, they're, com- they're complacent. Yeah. yeah, that's like our biggest enemy is complacency. Yeah. You know, um, that means laziness. People, by the way. Yeah, and people talk about how you know. Well, what are you doing by talking about it? Oh, I think talking uh, about it's great. I think because, you should talk about it. <laughs> see, I disagree. I, I agree. Like, raise I, I disagree with people that think that way because look at talk radio, left and right, NPR. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or maybe a right wing guy like Russ Limbaugh. Mm. The entire conservative movement in this state, what Howie Carr took down the mafia from talking about it, yeah. from writing books. Yeah. Like yeah. Russ Limbaugh, whether you like him or not, all he did was talk. Yeah. That's it. He talked and he set off. People, you know, revolutions. That you, um, Michael Moore, let's go the more left-wing route. Yeah. His films. Yeah. You made a movie about it. What did you do? Yeah. All he did was talk about it. He made a movie about it. Talking about it inspires people. And that's common sense. That's a huge step. Well, yeah, take. you got to communicate. Yeah. yeah. It's, like say, it's like saying, why do you guys communicate? Right. Stop but communicating. If, but, but Kevin, a podcast, like this is a weapon. Yeah. If someone says to you, what are you doing? You're just talking about it. Yeah, but you're bringing these ideas to people who might have not had it. Okay, so Yeah, the right person could so, hear it and be like, I have right. an idea. <laughs> let, me say, let me talk about action for a minute. Yeah. If there are people in the audience that have kids and they're concerned, I'm going to tell you a little secret. Around here, it's all small little towns. Mm-hmm. Okay? Let's name towns around here. Pembroke, Abington. Hanson, wait Hanson. Brockton, Bridgewater. Yeah. Okay, dude, these are these are small towns. Okay, yeah. now they are not used to people. Most of these little towns, the selectman's office, dude, they're not used to someone showing up and being upset. Mm. Now, when ten people, just ten, yeah. ten parents show up, mm-hmm. to them that's a, that's a, that's th- that that's a mob. It's a big deal because they in Plimpton that don't happen. Right. That's so when an ten, insurrection. when ten, yeah, when yeah. ten people show up, they're like, "Whoa, whoa, what's going on here?" Yeah. So you think you're like nothing? You have no whatever little town you live in. Get whatever parents are concerned, even if there's twenty of you, and go to one of them board meetings or school or whatever. Yeah. They're gonna freak out. Let me give a, a direct example where it worked. Well, you pay them, right? The the, you, the 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 town is an employee of you. They work for Again, you. Yeah. We are a representative republic. Yeah. Like I said earlier, um, Kingston. When everything was dying down, Kingston was going to do a mass mandate again. Bunch of people. When I say a bunch, wasn't that many? Some people, maybe a little group of 30, 40, went to some board meeting they were having at the town hall on this topic. Kevin, this little group they had that big, showed up, they, they had, shut it. Down. That's they had awesome. big signs they in front shut of their it. houses like they, "Stop Kingston they, Corruption." They shut it down. I do remember that. But Kevin, yeah. they did it. They yeah. did it. That's awesome. And I will bet you, I'll bet you, they looked at themselves and they're like, "There aren't that many of us here." Didn't yeah. matter because they're used to zero opposition. A little town like that, because dude, here's the other thing you got to understand: in a town like it, like Whitman, dude, thirty people can sway a vote. Definitely. These are small numbers, low yeah. voter turnouts. That's a great you point. You got to remember that. Okay, so yeah. um, there is hope in the little. It, it's a town by town thing. Yeah. Like, like that's kind of my attitude right now. Like, okay, the whole world wants to have mass and surveillance cameras and high taxes. Okay, what if 
we let the world do that. But in my town, we don't let it do it. Yeah. What if we make our town a safe haven? At least I can live away from this type of thing. Mm. And that that's kind of, if you listen to a lot of people concerned about these topics, that's kind of where the paddle is shifting right now. Worry about your town. Worry about your little area. Get the people in your town that are concerned and just, just go from there. Don't worry about the rest of the world. Just make your town a place where we don't have to deal with these problems. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautifully put. Yeah. That's a great point. I, look what I did. I had those little, they're out in the hallway, the Branch Davidian little flies. The kids at the desk with the mask on. And it yeah. says, your children belong to you, not the state. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We, 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 dude, I had a staple gun. I, I hung those up. Those were up and down the street here. They were in different towns. I believe people saw them. I went to places where I knew people were walking, mm-hmm. and people saw that. And I believe it probably inspired because I'm sure it did. Even just that one little flyer went all day long. See, I know a lot of people, dude, that are like, I know this coronavirus stuff is crazy. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. But then you see them the next day, they're scared again. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter what relationship I have with them. Yeah. It's my five minute conversation versus now the television is, is gonna get a hold of them and reverse what I said. Yeah. So any little bit helps. Any little bit can sink into somebody. Absolutely. And make them see something different. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. It's, uh, it's always well put. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, the big brain on bread. It's true. I, you just got to take it from small town to town. Yeah. Yeah. You think eventually it could take on uh, the Agenda 2030? Being. The, that's the narrative. <laughs> what do you mean? Agenda 2030 is the, the narrative. Oh, like for like social net, credit net, system yeah, and all that shit? Yeah, net zero carbon and, um, you know, everything that's, will that's, be Is that like the us. deadline? Like that's the goal they're working yeah, towards that. that? They'll ramp it up. Right. You know, they'll see that fucking, yo, we got this town to mask up. We could probably put it up a couple of years. You well, know yeah, the, I mean? the coronavirus was the test run. There's hmm. no yeah, doubt yeah, about that. Yeah. That was the test run. What will these Neanderthals do? And they're going to be pushing all they, electric yeah. vehicles and all right, that shit. Right. That's amazing, man, because... I, it's I, isn't it very well known now that like the mining that goes into these batteries for all these EV John cars Kerry is telling us what to do in carbon footprints while he drive in Hollywood. Yeah, well, while they have these massive private jets. Yeah, yeah. jets are the, the worst smog. thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Kevin, I've told this before. I love the Earth. I am an environmentalist. Yeah, yeah. But I don't want I don't want laws and mandates and. Again, like every same topic, same theme I've said and all this other stuff. Let the people have that is your job yeah. to reduce your carbon footprint. Sure. Educate people and let them do it on their own. Yeah. I'm not for these big government programs that tell you you have to do it. Dude, Show yeah. people the damage you're doing to the earth and inspire them to wanna clean it up. Yeah, definitely. And the all electric like initiative is is really bullshit and it's like there's just a large amount of slavery going into yeah, it, like yeah. in the mining of like the cobalt and yeah. everything that's in our batteries and our phones. Right. It all comes cars. from like one fucking place too. Right. <laughs> yeah, and these people are keep slaves. your eye on the Democratic Republic of Congo in 2023. Yeah, man. Way. Yeah, yep. It's uh, it's sick, and and it, but but we're talking about it because I think people are realizing things quicker and quicker now. I hope, but. You know, dude, I had, I told you, I, I had a lot of anger towards certain people that, this is crazy, this is, well, you didn't think it was crazy when it first started. Mm. Well, yeah, but the, the TV said this and that, well, you should, dude, you got to be smarter than that. 
Yeah. You've got to be 10 steps ahead of that television. Stop being a pussy. Yeah. Stop, be 10 steps ahead of that te- television. Yeah. Excuse me. Okay. Be 10 seconds. Liz Walker does not have all the answers. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's on TV doesn't mean it, you know. Just because they're an elected official doesn't mean they're any smarter right, than you. Right. Well, elected well, or these people are fucking idiots. Elected oh, oh. or fucking put there because well, yeah, they were installed. in this young global leaders mm. program right. or some shit. But, absolutely, absolutely. By the way, you see Charlie Baker's new job. Mm-hmm. He's going to be head of like the college, national college like sports, <laughs> or NCAA, whatever it's called, the, right. the organization of the director that overlooks college sports. The the guy who had the job before him made almost three million dollars. Wow. He's gonna ride off in the sunset, millionaire, dude. Picture if your restaurant, your li- your little antique shop, got shut got down shut forever. Down. Yeah. And now now you're working in a warehouse because of that guy, and he's gonna be a millionaire. Mm. Yeah. There's so many different he's, examples. Listen, of man. Too. All these people makes gross amounts of money. I, I love. It was all about money. It was the biggest financial transaction from mm-hmm. one class of wealth to the other in history, in known history. Yeah. And, you know, if you follow the money, the characters get pretty suspicious. Fuck yeah, they do. Again, even when I hear, I love picking apart, like, angry baby boomer Republicans. <laughs> Charlie Baker, ch- stop. You will respect that man. He <laughs> is the king of all kings. Everything he told you to do, you did. Yeah. So what's the problem? You, you're going to do what to him? What yeah. are you going to do? <laughs> you're going to sit and take it. And you're going to do, do everything that the newly... Appointed queen tells you to do as well. Mm-hmm. Mara Healy is now your god until you're willing to get in an argument with a 19 year old at Target for, because you don't for not wearing a mask. Unless you're willing to tell a 19 year old who that's their after school job, I'm not wearing a mask. Charlie Baker is your god. Yeah. So these people died during the Revolutionary War, and you can't walk through a store without a mask. Well, then you get nothing, mm. don't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. thinking about that, like the forefathers and like how like the the story goes that they came over here to get away from the monarchy and start, you know, really, really starting something for the people. Right. I wonder when it got co-opted. I wonder when that turned into. Well, it's a slow process. It's not a moment you can pinpoint it. it there's, all this stuff is very slow. For all this to happen, it's a slow, slow boil. Some would say it's always been co-opted, though. Like it was planted here. Yeah. Like there was something here before. That's a different topic. Sure. And then it got destroyed. Yeah. Allegedly. And then what grew here is what result we have now. But, I mean, I hear about those people in history, the forefathers, and then you hear about all the shady shit. But it's like, still, that's a narrative. Yeah. Where they, that that information is coming from J.D. Rockefeller or mm. something. Mm-hmm. Like, they own the presses, the three fucking yeah. presses, like, in the world. Something that's very odd about the birth of the country. Mm. No, I'm not... I hope I'm getting this right. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. It seems to me that right from the beginning, there were disputes between the colonists and England over whatever... Rules, laws, taxes. I think they were still paying taxes. Or some transaction was still going on with England, meaning that they weren't completely detached. Yeah. They were still considering themselves like a satellite of England. Mm -hmm. If you're rebelling against England, why would you even accept that? Right. Like they could be, remember, they had to declare independence. Yeah. That came later. Mm. 
So up until that point, they did not see themselves as independent from England. Mm. So th- to making your point That's is point. what right from the beginning mm-hmm. that would imply the monarchy had some type of power here, even in the colonies. Yeah, exactly. So I, And I also heard a fun fact recently that like less than ten percent of the fucking slavery in the world that was going around that time was here. Like we were just so little of a fraction of it. I'll give you another crazy statistic. Apparently, during when we finally fought the Redcoats, mm-hmm. it was actually a tiny group of people that actually did the fighting that thought this needed to be done. A lot of people were just settled in, had their farms, and just tried to stay out of it. Interesting. Yeah, I've heard that many times. It, it <laughs> wasn't, you know, this was not this big popular movement. It was a couple, you know, little band of rebel militia, whatever, that said, all right, we're going to stand up to them, and it, you know, it worked. But mm. they were not, they might have not had the support from the locals that you might have thought they had. That's interesting. I've read that. didn't have too. the papers on their side. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's super interesting, man. Yeah, I don't know. We've we've just been, I don't know, saturated with misinformation, disinformation. Yeah. Like I'm hearing about the old West might be a fucking lie. Like that's all just a fucking <laughs> literally wild wild west movie. Yeah. Like it's just a story, and that there was like a civilization here before America was propped up. I've heard like, similar things. It was founded. That means founded literally means that something was here already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just saying. Dude, I, yeah, I mean, there's just a million rabbit holes you can go down. It all boils down to corruption and control. <laughs> well, yeah, and that was here. That was here when America started, or before, you know, yeah. America. America, the vampire. Yeah. <laughs> the soul-sucking fucking nation that needs to spread its democratic influence to the rest <laughs> of the world. Yeah, exactly. For democracy, for <laughs> our democracy, and when right. I say our, I'm talking in their person. Yeah, this of is not the people's democracy. They're protecting us, Brad. Shit, they are. Dan, you brought up. Do school. you feel safe? Do you feel safe <laughs> with all the surveillance and your guns taken away? No, Brian. There's a, l- a lot of good people in the FBI. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't mean they're all bad. <laughs> Come on. What were you saying, Kevin? <laughs> well, we were, you were talking to me off camera earlier about the school shootings. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you want to elaborate yeah, on that? Yeah, just I, I don't buy this whole, the, you know, again, okay, here's another. I'm a Republican, so my church says it's a mental health issue. Mm-hmm. Keep the guns, it's mental health. Well, I'm a liberal. I voted for Joe Biden, and I say we need gun control because I'm, Demo- I'm a Democrat. Same thing. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? I didn't ask what Joe Biden said. I didn't ask what the church said. What are your thoughts? And we very rarely get rarely get what people's actual thoughts are. Yeah, yeah. I don't buy any of the mental illness thing. This is why I had a major turning point. Another turning point. I believe it was New Hampshire. It was either Maine or New Hampshire. Sorry if I can't remember the exact state. There was a story about 17 years ago. This group of kids, there were four or five of them. They broke into this house, killed the mother. There was, there was this lady home with her daughter. They killed the mother. They cut up the girl. She somehow survived. I think she pretended she was dead. They all got arrested. And then right, you start hearing, well, you know, they were mentally ill. They didn't know what they were doing. I'm like, stop, stop, stop. Mm. I am to believe that this whole group of kids, it was, they were all mentally ill. Mm. 
every one of these shootings, they plotted it out. They planned it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that circus freak down in Florida. A lot Florida. of them were flagged before right. they did it. The, too. the Parkland, the circus freak. Yeah. The Parkland, Parkland shooter. Yeah. Okay. He didn't know what he was doing. He's he's looking at the camera. He's crazy. He doesn't know what he. Yeah. You ever he was, seen? He was flagged. By you the ever FBI. seen the video when his little brother? They let the little brother go in, and the little brother made more sense than he did. He was more mature than he was. Went in. They let him go talk to him. They got it on camera. He said, yeah, "Dude, what are you doing?" And the kid. The tough guy, the psychopath who doesn't know what he's doing, he's sitting there crying, crying. Mm-hmm. It's funny how all these people suddenly come to their senses after they realize what they did. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think. You are living in a society where life is cheapened. People are angry. They don't care. They don't care about who they're, they're angry and they're going to solve it right now. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's that. They know exactly what they're doing. Um, if you notice, there are a lot of judges now that are catching on. I hear they're trying the insanity. I was depressed, and the judges just aren't buying it anymore. Yeah. How many times are you going to buy that? Mm. You seeing something on TV and, and say, well, you know what? That guy got the ve- revenge on his school. I think I can do it too. Mm. That doesn't mean everyone doing that's mentally ill. Someone right. can just yeah, be sure, cr- sure. angry, ticked off, and not care. Absolutely. And I think that's a bigger factor than someone actually. Dude, mentally ill to me is a severely incapacitated person. That has trouble putting their shoes on. That's mentally ill. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just because you're angry. I mean, there's different stages of it. Yeah. But just because you're angry and life isn't going your way, that doesn't categorize you. Are there people that are mentally ill that do crazy stuff? Of Of course course there are. Of course, But we're now passing off a trend where people say, because you hear people all the time say, don't say their names. Yeah. Because they want the fame. Okay. You're admitting it right now. Mm. You just said what their motive was. There's a motive, yeah. Okay, and the motive wasn't mental illness. It was, I've been kicked around my whole life, and this is how I'm now finally going to deal with it. I see these other people doing it, and this is a way out. This is a way to finally do it. Yeah. That th- that's different from being mentally ill. Right. Right. We, the w- what we're doing with life right now, mm. our view of it, and and like I said, Branch Davidian has has touched upon this topic. Just to sell more drugs, well, right? Many. I mean, t- yeah, that too. Many times in our songs. In our lyrics, people, we as humans, as Americans, choose what we think is life worth living and life worth dying. Mm -hmm. And we usually do it based on our political affiliations. Great example. Any animal, you can torture, you can whatever, but if you do it to a cat or a dog, there's a law against it that might get you thrown in jail. But you can do that same thing to a cow and nobody cares. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, Culturally, Oh, how can the, there are certain countries where they eat cats and dogs? How can they yeah. do that? Mm-hmm. Well, because their culture says it's okay. Right. Because you don't think. I think an animal is a life. Well, I think it's meat. Dude, you think neither. You are a product of what your culture was. Yeah. You've put very little thought into what you think an animal is. Yeah. You're just going along with, you know what I mean? Again, it's, right. it's, that's all. So, like, we, again, I think some of these people are growing up in that. That environment. Yeah, yeah. You know, if it's, well, this country, they were kind of up to something. And that country over there, we're friends with them. So it didn't really matter that they accidentally dropped the bomb on a hospital. Right. They kind of maybe we had it coming to them anyway. We pick and choose. Yeah. What is worth life worth living and what is not worth living. Yeah. We're making that choice all the time. Yeah. This guy, it's okay. This guy over here, well, no, he's a good guy, so we'll let him live. Who gets to die? Like, we're always making those decisions. 
And I, and I think yeah. those kids are a product of that. Well, I I was treated like this, so that person gets to die. Yeah. This is, I really believe all this. I, I No, I mean, you're definitely right to a degree. I, you know, I mean, like you said earlier, you can't really rule anything out. Right. Like in what you're saying definitely exists for sure. Kevin, also too, you mentioned like the, yes, I'm sure you can, these drugs we're putting these kids on. Yeah. It's not helping. No, Kevin, I'm not no, saying not. it's not possible for right. a kid to be mentally ill right. or to be the product of Ritalin and all these other medications. But you know, some people will hear this and I, they'll be like, Dan doesn't right. of think course they will. illness is what, real. Right. <laughs> what, what I'm saying is, yeah. and then they say it on the internet and now that's what I said. What I'm saying is, dude, yeah. you cannot, you can no longer tell me that this is the reason for all of this. Right. I'm not. I'm no longer buying the mental illness thing. I'm, I'm with seeing you a on bunch that. of yeah. ticked off kids that don't care. Yeah. And yeah. this and this is how they're handling it. Yeah, that's a good point. It's though. the new America. Mm. I'm with you on that for sure. Mm. I'm with you on everything. Because <laughs> you're open minded. You don't have to be, Kevin. No, you don't but have you're open. Well, right. you're open. No one has to agree with me. <laughs> no, no. Nobody has to agree with me. Yeah. I just think you're very logical and you make sense and you have a very open mind see it from different points of view that's what everybody should I mean you know like you were saying this like political uh, um, attachment people just yeah. attaching themselves to their yeah. ideas through their right. political you know right. to what's advertised to them yeah, yeah. to what's advertised yeah. to them yeah it's that's real that's yeah. a thousand percent real yeah. Yeah. it's fucking wild and a lot of this shit should even be politicized it's, yeah. you know yeah <laughs> yeah the, the school shooting thing is it it, it is uh, I've had a lot of different thoughts on it, and I remember I don't. I'm gonna butcher the numbers, but there's when they guy, were, what's that? There's a guy that had thoughts on it that's got fines of upwards to a billion dollars. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> Alex Jones, yeah, he fucked up, but <laughs> he, um, yeah. Well, I I was looking into it like six years ago. When did Parkland happen? Was that like five or six years Dude, ago? Dude, I want to say it was three or four. Yeah, that was more that recent. That wasn't that long. That was more recent. You're yeah. right. I forget. It was like five or six years ago. I forget what shooting it was, but right. I started looking at how many mass shootings happen, you know, and, yeah. and because they were calling it an epidemic of right. mass shootings. Right. Okay. So I looked at like the total number of people who died of mass shootings, and then I looked at uh, at schools, school shootings particularly, yeah. and I looked at how many colleges were in America. Right. And I mean, dude, I, I like I said, I don't remember the number, but it was like a, well over a hundred thousand right. colleges right. are in America, right. and 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 the number of students, right. fucking, right, hundred millions, right. <laughs> like it's hundreds of millions. It's yeah. wild, dude. And then, well, but throw, then, but throw throw every drain, not just the colleges, throw it every, yeah, all of it. it's yeah, a lot of. Population. Yeah, yeah, dude, and, and so for like this gun grab to yeah. be going on at the time, right, you right, know, and it was right. very obvious what the news was doing, both sides of it at the time too. Like they were. Kevin, really... I, I can kill ten people right now with a baseball bat. Yeah. I can go into a store yeah. and end their lives. Or with, with a, or with a car, with yeah. a knife, which is yeah. happening. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. But they're just they're you know yeah that, I don't know I know it's probably a cliche thing yeah. that I'm saying, but I, I I just I looked at like the population of people, the right. colleges, the schools. And it, it's it's they were calling it at the time an epidemic, and right. it was like this is not an epidemic. Right. It, like the percentage of people that experience this right. is like less than one percent. Right, and Kevin again, one percent would be a big number. Right. It's way less. And than Kevin, 1%. let me help you out here, ladies and gentlemen. This does not mean that Kevin condones school shootings. Yes, like just the mere act of of researching and asking a question can yeah. get you in trouble. Absolutely, no. yeah. No, thanks for saying that because there yeah. are people that are like you, insensitive prick. It's like, no, those are fucking tragedies. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. 
But, you know, I also do believe in that I should be allowed to bear arms. Yeah. I, do I think I should have... Dude, I, be, yeah, I believe I should have... I want you to have... Dude, dude I should have <laughs> any weapon that in a, a town official is allowed to have. Oh, a sheriff or whoever. Definitely. If they can have it, I can have it too. Fuck yeah. Th- that's the rule. We're all equal, right? Yeah. We're all equal here. You get to have it, I get to have it. Yeah. So yeah, man. That's a great point. We yeah. should all get one. I mean, yeah. we pay for them anyway, right? Yeah. We're, we're paying... That's your fucking... gun that cop is holding. You pay for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's, again, that, for a police officer, that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Dude, I'm your boss. Sorry, yeah. brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a public servant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Charlie Baker doesn't understand that. He has a hard time with that. Dude, you know? yeah. I'm in control here, but, but I'm the governor. I'm the king. He, you know just, I mean? he just seems like such a whiny... Egomaniac. Like, yeah, yeah. Just though I look at him, I'm like, you fucking egomaniac. Dude, people, people thought I was too hung up on him. I'm like, dude, look what he did to you. Yeah. One And look what guy, he was doing. Look mi- what- <laughs> a, a state of millions and millions upon millions of people, and one guy could mm. not be stopped. Yeah. You were incapacitated by one guy. Yep. With while a, while with he's a, going to weddings and fucking yeah. without masks. Marty Walsh, no mask Marty. You, you, you will get a fine if you don't wear a mask. Yeah. But Marty doesn't. How about Karen Polito? Oh, my Have, God. Having those dude. potties during yeah. all this. Yeah. People are just like scraping to keep their business together. And she, there she is. Yeah. She just rode off in the sunset this afternoon. They stood in the step house, you know, the steps of the state house and waved. And now the queen, the scepter has. I didn't know if Charlie would give his scepter. Over to her, but he did. He did. <laughs> yeah, the crown has been handed over to the queen. Uh, gross people. Yeah. They're gross people. Yeah. Fucking mm. all of those, yeah, all the small mom and pop shops that went under and just... Yeah. Fucking, there's nothing... There's nothing that excuses all that because everything well, Charlie that they... Ba- Charlie Baker thinks is an excuse for I it. know, and, yeah. and it's like, so it, now it's out in the public that everything they believe they were doing to be and the right gonna thing is what's going to happen to Kevin? Is Charlie going to be doing some no, jail time? Kevin, sure. like, like I said before, yeah. take every father that was not allowed to see his baby be born because of yeah. some hospital protocol. Yep. Yeah. Add them all up. There's got to be a couple hundred, yeah. and he does it a day in jail for each one of them. Yeah. He won't be in jail that long. Maybe like a year, yeah. if that. If that, maybe half a year. And just let him sit for a few months and think about it. Then he can come out. Did you learn your lesson, Charlie? Okay. <laughs> you're going to wear a mask now, Charlie. If we, if we have to wear a mask, you have to wear one too. That's how it works. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, would, I would grab that guy by the ear and say, dude, you're going to do push-ups until you can explain to me why I don't catch, why I don't catch the virus in Applebee's. <laughs> and until you can do that, we're going to be here all night. That's it, it. I mean, I'm just, dude. I, I don't wish harm on people. No, I, I'm not a tough guy. Mm. I don't go around thinking I can beat everybody up. Yeah, I'm not like that. Yeah. Okay. Dude, he's he's one of those rare examples where I'm just like, dude, I would shred you. No, I'd rather <laughs> die than than lose in a fight to you. Like I don't like him. I want. I, I told people, I go, I don't know what's happened to me. I look at him. I want to beat. He's the only guy. Like dude, I want to beat him up. We'll do it for a benefit. I said, dude. Did I tell you that before? No, that's just how you I, should go about it. Listen to this. Fight him. For I used the kids. to tell people, I wonder if we did a charity. Yeah. Would Baker fight me? A charity fight. Right? Baker. Who, the winner gets all the ticket proceeds goes to goes to their charity. How, how can you turn that down, Charlie? That'd be amazing. He's the king of all kings. Yeah. Can you imagine what he would do to my, my teeth? He's the king of all teams. He's, he's the mightiest of all warriors. He would, you, you, Charlie, it's a win-win for you. What would your charity be? He's the only guy. 
the only guy I, I just look at him like, dude, I want to fight you. I want to pick you up. <laughs> I don't have this feeling about anybody else. I don't. I don't look at people and go, I want to get in a fight with you. I don't think that. Way. Yeah, right. Wow. I look at people and I go, wow, that guy's pretty strong, but he would kill me. That guy looks nuts. He might have a knife on him. That's how I conduct myself. I stay out of trouble. Yeah. I look at Charlie. It's like playground. I'm like, dude, I want to smash your head in. Like, um, I want to it's beat you to up. You say that. And when you're knocked out, I want to put a mask on your face and just leave it there. Um, I mean, I can tell you a charity. I've mapped this out to the point. I know what charity I would give it to. I'm sure. But it's gonna. I mean, we're gonna open a massive hole of worms. Presented to you <laughs> by worms. Pfizer, Lazy no, versus I would, I would give it, Baker. I would give the. I would give to the um, money to live action. Lila Rose's charity. She's the one. Who posed as a 14-year-old, went into all the Planned Parenthoods, we talked about it last time, and said, hey, my 31-year-old boyfriend got me pregnant. I need an abortion. Please don't tell my parents. They're like, that's cool. We won't tell they're your like, parents. They're like, yeah, come on. Yeah, they're like, fine. She specifically did it in states. We're against rape culture, right? Mm-hmm. Aren't we? Yeah. We're against toxic masculinity, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, she went into states. <laughs> she went into states where it, you had to report this as statutory rape and none of them reported it. We're against racism too, right? Mm. Right? Okay, she called a clinic, I believe it was Ohio, and said, I want to donate money to abort minorities. And they said, that's great, we can do that. I I only want minorities exterminated. They said, that's cool. And she caught it on camera. That's who I would donate to. And how can people see this? Well, people hate my guts for pointing it out, so... Well, how can people see what you are talking about, though? Because obviously it's not oh, on the news. Oh, look up Lila Rose. Yeah. Lila Rose. That's her name. Mm. Her organization is Live Action. She also has a website called Protect Our Girls. Mm-hmm. ProtectOurGirls.com. Um, and her videos are up. Every, she's famous. She's one of the most, probably, I'd say the, the face of that whole movement right now. She's been doing this since she was a teenager. Dude, doesn't, doesn't Bill Gates have, like, History doesn't like his dad or something have to do with the I've founding of like Planned Parenthood. I've heard that people have told me. I think you've definitely to- you've definitely told. Have me we talked about that. that? Well, we didn't talk about it, but you told me it. I think you were one of the people that enlightened me to that. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's who I'd give the money to. By the way, this this is never going to happen. Charlie Baker's not going to give me the time. No, yeah, but no. theoretically, that's who I would give the charity to. God, who would you want to fight, Brian? Maine. Yeah. Mm. Who do you think of that? You're like, yeah. I don't want. No, nobody. I don't want to fight anybody. Yeah, none of us are like. Real, I'm not like, violent. I'm not a bad person. Right? No, you're not. Right? <laughs> I told from it. at the beginning of the episode. No. I told I told the bouncer at the strip club, sit down. Mm. I'm getting I'm retrieving these two idiots. Mm. So I did it that time. That was like years and years ago. I had to assert myself. Mm. There's one time in the last what 20 years, I, I famously. Someone went at me at the office up the street during this massive brawl. Were you there that when that huge? When Riff Cannon, I, who was it? Yeah, I think it was Riff Cannon. Mm-hmm. The Emergency Guns. That famous show at the office. Wow. It was a benefit. I remember the show. It was a brawl? Massive brawl. Yeah, everywhere. And um, this kid, he was actually just being a jerk all night. Drunk, attacking people. He went after Charlie from, you know, oh, my sh- friend Charlie. Who, yeah. He's not in Medjugorje anymore. We, you know, Ross talked about it. But yeah. we're all good. We're, we're good. Charlie's, I still love him to death. He's right my best on. friend. He, um, Shout the out kid Charlie. went to like throw a punch at Charlie. And I, I like caught it. And then the kid's like, pointing at me. He came at me. And this kid went head first into that rug in the <laughs> office. And I grabbed a couple people. Charlie, one of them, like, time for us to go. And he's sitting there flapping on the floor like a fish. Right? So, like, once in a great, great, great while, something might happen to me. But, dude, I, I avoid problems. I avoid fights. 
And not, I hear people, I'm going to do this to this guy. I'll kill anybody. I'll fight. Dude, I don't do that. Mm. Dude, there's a lot of people out there. Yeah. You think you're going to beat up everybody? Come right. on, dude. Yeah, right. Odds are you're going to get beat up. Yeah, sure. And even when you win a fight or do good, you hurt yourself. You yeah. Get, you get hurt bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't talk like that, dude. I'm not violent. I'm embarrassed that I'm saying this about Charlie Baker. I'm embarrassed, Kevin. I don't like it. That I'm looking, I you, I'm yeah. looking at this human being and I'm so frustrated that he is giving me orders and telling me what to do. That my only resort, that's the resort of a desperate person is, well, I want to punch you. Yeah. I, want, I want to have a charity fight with you in a boxing ring. That's yeah. desperation, dude. That's me being powerless and having nowhere else to turn. Well, I can punch you. That, that's what right. that is. It's sad that I would even think that. At least that recognize way. that. Yeah. yeah. I don't blame you, though. Yeah. I think that's a good choice. (laughs) By the way, we're talking about the environment. Hmm. Do you know how many megatons of mass are now in the ocean because of this whole thing? Dude. We care about the environment, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. This is like this really young kid. He's in his early 20s now, and he was younger than that when he came up with it. But he, like, put money into inventing this, like, machine that repurposes like plastics yeah, or, or you know it gets all the shit out of the right. ocean because what, what is that great trash fucking island yeah i know about that thing. yeah he's, i live there he's like trying to <laughs> he's like trying to tackle that i don't know the snorkels and the smurfs live in, in that <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. fucking mushrooms and trolls shit. yeah the hobbits it's like it's like the middle earth of of our <laughs> this giant mushroom trees and trash yeah. mounds and like Dude. toilet <laughs> land over here yeah, yeah. Brockton's there. Dude, you know what? Just Brockton's kidding. biggest. I know, but Brockton's biggest problem. And I'm, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. It's cool. Brockton's biggest problem is people that don't live in Brockton going to Brockton. Yeah, yeah. Coming home, telling stories, thinking, oh, "I saw this in Brockton. I saw that in Brockton," sure. and then just dehumanizing those people. Yeah, make it like for a lot of people. It's, I hung out there, and dude, I don't care that you hung out there. I for years and years and years until I moved to. The building up a couple towns away, the company I've worked for since high school. Mm. I had to go to Brockton all hours of the night. I never had any problems there. If yeah. you find trouble, you will. If you look for trouble, you will find. Yeah, yeah. Okay? yeah. And, and it, point being is that, dude, I have a lot of friends from Brockton. A lot of wonderful people there. I worked there for so many years. Yeah. Dude, Brock. One of Brockton's problems is people around it glamorizing things yeah. that don't need to be glamorized. Yeah, that's and, true. and that's a poison when you do that. You're not helping those people. Sure. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, man. I remember, like, playing uh, basketball for, like, Hanson, you know, Patriot yeah. League when yeah. I was a kid. I remember any time we had to go to play Brockton, a lot of the kids would be nervous. Yeah. And I had family in Brockton right. at the time. I, I used to too. stay over their house Me and too. shit. And yeah. Yeah. And I, and I always found, even when I was just hanging out in, like, a Brockton neighborhood as a kid, it was like hanging out in any neighborhood. Like did, everybody, did, yeah. hung Brockton? everybody hung my out. Everybody hung out along. My parents in grew fact, up in Brockton. Well, what I was going to say is that I noticed that there's a lot more civility over there because there's people not trying to prove a point because they've seen what happens when people do stupid shit. And so, like, when we played Brockton uh, in the Patriot League basketball, they were, like, the nicest team ever. Yeah. And, and really? Wow. Yeah, they were fucking yeah. super nice. The coaches, wow. the coaches were, like, you know, like second parents to right, their right, kids, right, you know? Right. And, it, and it like, uh, yeah, I just, I'll never forget that. Cause I, I've, I've always, I have, I've always had good encounters in Brockton. Well, I've just got so many friends from there now from working there so many years. Sure. I, I've got friends. All, I never thought I'd like have all these friends. I mean, for working there so many years, I, I, that could be the time where I know the most people. 
mm-hmm. myself short at this point. Kevin, let me ask you something. If you weren't from this area mm-hmm. and I put you in a car and we drive all around Rockland, Brockton, Weymouth, Braintree, all over the South Shore. Mm. If you didn't know this area, you didn't know what town you were in. You wouldn't know there was anything different about Brockton. You'd have no, no. idea. No, no, no idea. Yeah, it would. It would depend on like the time of night, and I'd have right. to be in a dark neighborhood because those are there. Okay, well, but, let me put it this way. But if you're just passing through like right. Main Street and Court Street, well, then, just like it looks like any well, other then, fucking place. Dude, to me, I mean, to me, because I just grew up out in the woods. Yeah. I growing up, Rockland, Abington, Whitman, and Brockton, mm-hmm. all four towns look exactly the same to me. Yeah. From my perspective, the, the yeah, layout, the houses are close together, the pavement yep. everywhere. Because yep. I grew up in the forest. Whitman too. So, so yeah, I, I think I said Whitman. Oh, yeah. Dude, I can't tell the difference between these towns and, sure. and like Braintree. I just can't, or, or, or like a West Roxbury or something like that. Mm. It, to me, it's all kind of urban. And again, dude, you, you're giving Brockton this status. Mm. Dude, Brockton, like it's a city. Dude, it's a city by population only. Yeah. They don't have a subway system. Right. They don't have skyscrapers. They don't have a major sports team. They're not a tourist attraction. You, you're, Brockton's guilty of it too. We've done it and Brockton has done it with the City of Champions. Mm-hmm. I think that hurt them a little because what they're doing is they're separating themselves from everyone else. And then when I remember, you know, when they started pushing this thing, we're a city. We're not a town. We're a city. Mm-hmm. You know, both parties, are, the surrounding towns and them are all guilty. Dude, you can't separate yourself from the rest of the towns. Mm. Well, we're a city and we're the champion. And then we're there because, dude, then people are going to treat you that way. And I'm not saying it's bad to have pride in your town. Yeah. It's just if people referred to Brockton as a town, that would be a good a step in the right direction, in my opinion, because it's bringing it down and putting us all kind of on yeah. the same footing. You know, that's just my opinion. Yeah, you're right. It is. It's a city mm. by population. Right, right. It's population only. That's what makes it a city. Yeah. Aside from that, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not really. It's not. I mean, look at Dallas. Look at Chicago. Now look at Brockton. Yeah. Does Brockton have a skyline? No. No. Mm-hmm. No. So. <laughs> we kind of diverted from trash in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But guess who's the biggest polluters are? Brockton. The military. <laughs> Kevin. I know. I know. That's true. Well, I'm also thinking about how Charlie Baker is notoriously a Blink 182 fan. Oh yeah, and I'm I saw like, that. Now I'm feeling bad about what I said. Like, oh, he is a good guy. He, he like he likes, <laughs> he likes music. Maybe he would. Maybe he would like come to a Branch Davidian show, and maybe. we don't have to fight. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> dude, I, I, like I said, everyone's a human. Everyone who knows what it. Maybe someone held a knife to his head, a gun to his head, and said, "This is what you're gonna do." Or yeah, whatnot. maybe he's he getting. Prop, a, maybe he's getting millions of dude, dollars I, for I, doing I, what he's doing. I right? had a, sure I had a theory about him. 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 You heard about his son, right? His son had like tried touching a girl or grabbing someone on a plane, mm-hmm. and apparently, it was very tough to get the story out, like the report, the police report. They might I thought many times they might have been holding him over his head, but holding that over like his a head. blackmail. Yeah, like dude, thing. you're gonna do this when this coronavirus happens. So you're gonna, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna, your son's gonna look like a buffoon for the rest of his life. I mean, well, I guess it's it. possible, but then it's like a humiliation. Ritual. Dude, I think about like how he was gonna force the little babies to get flu shots. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this is inexcusable. This yeah. This is just crazy. No, it is. You know? It is. I was going to say, don't let him liking Blink-182 deter you from wanting to punch him. Thank you. <laughs> and that's the that's the rumor I heard recently, too, was um, that in order to get this high up in politics, they have to get some blackmail on you first. Oh, yeah, dude, it's probably. all run by blackmail. Yeah. I, I, I believe that. Yeah. 
Hey, blackmail is uh, just fucking second language to all those people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at Congress, man. There's people that have been in there for 40 years. Yeah. The fuck is anybody doing there for 40 years and not changing or helping or doing shit? Like, they're only there because they keep each other Kevin, there. The flip side is people are voting them in. Yeah, well, you know. There not, are people that like them there, that want them there. Well, they keep each other in. Yeah. yeah they, that too. Kevin, there are people that you got to understand something. I'm in the minority. The people in this state, by and large, are very happy with how it's going. Yeah. I watched today, um, Janet Wu is like, you know, we got problems in this state. We have housing problems. We have The Democrats have been in control. Mm. So you're saying there's a problem. How are you going to fix it if your, your party has been in control mm. for decades? So if the Republicans have no voice here, so whose fault was it then? Clearly, it's your party that led us here. And furthermore, the high taxes or whatever don't really seem to be bothering anybody. Hmm. I don't care. Just keep keep the Republicans out. Mm. I will pay whatever I have to pay. I just don't like Republicans. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, my professor said, you know what I mean? That That's the world you live in. Tribalism. Right? Yeah. Goes right yeah. back to it. Yeah. Group think. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, man. But that kills me when I see these Democrats vote for me because the state's a mess. What are you, a Democrat? Who controls the state? Democrat. What are you going to do? Well, then Democrats did this. Yeah. We gave the Democrats. There is no Trump here. This is a Democrat utopia. Yeah. So, so this is what happens. The Democrats get what they want. Yeah. The, the, we're going to do all this craziness. Like, this is going to be a very left-wing state. And then this is the result. Mm. You told me lib- liberalism, Demo- the Republicans are the em- enemy, and you're going to solve it. I'm not rooting. I'm not pulling for Republicans. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, okay, it's like Saul Alinsky said. Okay, you're in control. And it still looks like this? Well, then who's the problem? Elizabeth Warren. Who's the problem? Yeah. Very tribal, man. We're like the most fucking liberal state in America. We might be the most liberal right now. So when you talk about Brockton... Brockton's almost a, I mean d- Democrat what Republicans mm. not in Brockton mm. the, the, the Democrats the, the Democrats policies are what that is the land that is the law of the land in Brockton okay mm. that's a Democrat utopia Brockton yeah absolutely that's what liberalism looks like sure and yeah. I think I think people like that idiot Robert Sullivan he's just exploiting yeah. people yeah. vote for me oh you're a minority you have to vote for me what has that guy done for you guys He's got you terrified hiding under your table with your mask on. That's yeah. all he's done for you. Yeah. He sent the police to terrorize you and tell you how many people you could have in your yard and they're going to vote him in again and again and again. Yeah. He will walk right back in. Yep. Yep. I think these people, I, I do, I think a lot of them are kept there or helped to stay there, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's nothing I can prove, but <laughs> on a bigger scale, I could. I mean, there's a lot of proof that, you know, Congress is corrupt. We all know it, yeah. you know. It's, uh, do you think there'd be a little more pushback this time if they tried to do another lockdown? Because I mean, think about it. In my in my eyes, like, say they threatened a fucking nuclear attack, and they ta- they taught you in the sixties to hide under your desk with your fucking head between your legs in case you're asked goodbye. Yeah. And fucking, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't fucking. I would. I'm. I'd just be outside fucking doing whatever the fuck I want. I go to the beach so I could the, die with a view. You know what be I mean? A, there'll be more resistance, but it, it wouldn't be enough. Yeah, a little more than last time. Would it change anything? Probably not. 
I've got very little faith right now. If you have that faith that people are going to start saying no, awesome. I hope you're right. I hope so, I, too. I don't have that right now. I think Not after what I saw. I think there's two realities to that. I think that... Um, I think on TV, no, they're just going to ramp it up. They're going to make it look worse. They're going to control the narrative. But I think in our reality, outside of TV, I think there'll be a lot more people that were that are against it and kind of, you know. Like I said, Kevin, you can have freedom. You can. Yeah. The state might not have it, but you can. Yeah. But you got to be willing to get in trouble. Yeah. You can have freedom, but are you willing to have someone call the police on you because you didn't have a mask? Right. So if you're willing to do that, I was. I proved I was willing to do that. We, yeah. we told the stories last time I was here. Yeah. I proved it. Yeah. Okay. I am one of those people. It comes at a price. Now I survived it. I didn't get into too much trouble. Mm. But I now know I can preserve the freedom for myself. I can't say the same for other people around me. Yeah. That look at the floor and see painted footprints and this is where you stand. Yeah. And didn't that think was there was a problem. Wild. It was wild, but everyone did it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I walked the opposite direction. I did wear a mask, but the whole thing, to me, the mask thing was just, I mean, yeah, it was it was all theatrics, really. But I, I, I was just like, because I because I know people around me, someone I love is very worried about it. So like, I'd, you know, I'd wear the mask to make them feel better. Well, the people I love, you know? I had a lot of talks with. I sure. Let's talk about That's this, good. Yeah, right? that's good. Um. Kevin. But you're not changing like Kevin, a fucking 80-year-old. If they like, if they did not tell people they could take it off when they were eating, yeah. and it magically goes away. Right, yeah, If they yeah. never said that, and I picked up on that right away. Yeah. When they said... Oh, that was an obvious one. The yeah. coronavirus is out, but you can go... You can't sit in a restaurant, but you can all pile into the lobby of the sub shop, yeah. and you won't catch anything. Yeah. I'm like, dude, stop. That's stop. Little stop. Side right? note. It's the a respiratory theater. illness, it's... it's you know, there's reports that it's uh, penetrating the brain-blood barrier. Mm-hmm. Respiratory fucking illnesses do not do right. that. Yeah. Well, okay. what, I, what I was saying was, if they did not say, if they didn't have these exceptions when it's safe to take it off, if they said, dude, listen, everyone's going to wear, because go- you have to wear goggles too. You Mind you, the mask doesn't work without the goggles because... Things can get in your eyes yeah. too. Okay, yeah. if they would, if they're like, dude, we're all gonna wear these like glass helmets, and you are not to take them off mm. when you're in public. I'd be like, okay, this is serious, and they're taking it serious, <laughs> dude. Charlie Baker says, I don't care what you put in your face. You can make, make, make get a handkerchief, mm-hmm. wear a scarf. I don't care. Yeah, I saw people pull their shirts up over their nose and go to the store that way, and and you can take it off when you're eating, yeah. and nothing will happen to you. Yeah, dude, stop. That I'm, I'm not. You got, you got to give me a better explanation. They were testing yeah. the eyeballs segments for the facial recognition. They were making sure that shit was on yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt Well, the that. other thing, too, that there was just one too many people over and over and over again. I got the coronavirus. What happened to you? You know, I, I had this feeling. It was this feeling. But what happened to you? I, I don't know. It was just this weird feeling. What happened to you? I had a headache. That's funny. I had a headache yesterday morning. Uh, you had the coronavirus. What happened to you? Over and over again. Nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing. I got sick. I had a sore throat. That sounds like every cold I've ever had. D- did you yeah. die? No. Dude, it happened one, two, eight. You can't do that to me 573 times in one month sure. and then keep telling me to be afraid of it. 
Yeah. Just it's at some point that bridge is gonna collapse. Yeah, man, I was never afraid of it. I got it, and it was different. I mean, it was like something I've never felt before. Right. But I wasn't worried about it because I don't eat shit all the time, and I'm a relatively healthy healthy person. Can people think I'm not I, like the fucking <laughs> you know I'm not like the biggest health nut in the world, but I, I do take care of myself to a degree. Is enough where I wasn't worried about it. Coming, I want one thing I want people to know about me when this first came out. I sat You're there. a fucking super healthy dude. I sat right. I sat there and I said, okay. Let me see here. I'm reading the screen. They said though all the things you need to worry about. Okay. 99% survival rate. Symptoms, sore throat, stuffy nose. Crazy fever. And I'm looking at this. Yeah, they say maybe a fever, right? I'm yeah. Like, lost of okay, taste. Okay, wh- and what 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 am I worried about here? And they said wash your hands, just wash your hands. Right. And I'm like, okay, I've had all these symptoms five times already this year. Yeah. People at work are coughing on me. Uh, swine flu killed 11,000 people in one year, and Barack Obama did. There was no shutdown. So right. what yeah, is it no. that I'm, what, what are we panicking over? Yeah. That's just me. Oh, I hear you. That's just me. Yeah. I stay, you know, when I had it, like I lost my smell and taste for a couple yeah. weeks. That was the long-lasting thing. Like, my fever was insane, and it felt different than any other fever I've ever had. But that didn't really bother me. I don't know why fevers don't bother me. Right. I just get comfortable and watch TV and do whatever. Kevin, hold on. Play video games. Kevin, listen. From now on, I want you to tune into the news every night. No. Okay, because here's what's going to happen. <laughs> the weather's going to come on. Sure. I'm gonna they're going to tell you the temperature and what's happening. But then they're going to tell you how you're going to feel. Yeah. But you're going to feel like this. Right, right, right. Just want to point that out. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to make you feel. You're going to feel like. Dude, That's what, what, they want. what if yeah. I like cold weather? How's it going to make me feel? I'm just wondering. Right. It's good. It's going to be. Just wondering, 30, Dick Albert. Gonna, yeah. Dick Almanac. It's going to be 30, but it's going to feel like 10. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> sure, sure. What if I'm in a house and the house is. 70 degrees. What's it going to feel like then? Just, <laughs> just wondering. Yeah. <laughs> They're always telling us how to feel. I got to look into that real field technology. What? Real it's, field yeah, technology. It's, I, I saw it advertised one time, like as real field technology. Feels, it says it right now. Feels 30. Oh, really? They, so that's an actual thing they use? Yeah. Great. Uh, great. Wow. Thanks. Real field it's 30, technology. It's 38. And it Holy feel, shit. It feels like 30. Holy shit. <laughs> That's a part of what I thought you were talking about. It is. Well, yeah, but then the, the news <laughs> says it too. It's, I'm just talking about the audacity of like mm. guessing what temperatures I prefer. <laughs> As New Englanders, we're it's used to fucking psychopathic weather. So, yeah, I guess I mean, so. Yeah, man. Yeah, these last winters haven't even really been bad. Oh, the, the days of the snowstorm blizzard are done. I guess so. I, Dude, I have when we to were kids, back, it was crazy. I have to combat that because our last winters have been coming late. They just haven't been coming like We've they used to. We've only had like one storm each year. Dude, In February, though. We used to have... Yeah. The, the, like, it was almost like snow on the ground all winter. Yeah. Like, one... The snow would be melting, the next storm would come. Yeah. All I remember when I was a kid was snow. Yeah. It's just... It's gone now. Yeah. We lived in a winter wonderland. Yeah, Where we did. is it? It's we here. In, it's in February and March and April now. Yeah, sometimes. Because we got like a environmental an environmental calendar shift or 
or something like that. Maybe I've heard that theory. I, it's happened. I've seen it. Yeah. I've I've, li- I've lived it's it almost out. forty years. Yeah. It's moving out like a month yeah. or and a half yeah. or something. Like I, I, that. I dig that. I, people have told me that. I'm sorry. And the Earth's gonna do whatever it wants. Call it climate change. It's just gonna fucking do it. You can't fight it. Yeah. So what's the Earth in like a, in a warming phase right now? They call it because doesn't it go in cooling and warming phases? The grand solar minimum is about to happen. So it's going to reach like the warmest? I think it's the opposite of that. Oh, okay. Because it's minimum. Okay. During a grand uh, grand minimum, solar magnetism diminishes. There is no... Well, NASA says a bunch of shit. I'm not going to read that off. Around 2025 to a grand solar maximum, solar activity will naturally go up and down. The solar cycle is clearly picking up as we can see. Well, they're basing this on fucking sunspot activity from watching the sun that they claim is 93 fucking million miles away. They claim. (laughs) I love that. They claim. Allegedly. Well, who the fuck knows? (laughs) <laughs> I, I can that. feel that bitch it's a lot fucking closer than that <laughs> damn man so what's next for you Dan what's next for me yeah what are you doing tomorrow what's Dan doing tomorrow you don't want to know what I'm doing tomorrow no. <laughs> doing things you doing things yeah can I you going to the gym at all I don't go to a gym my gym's well oh, you mean like martial art yeah let me talk so you can hear me yeah like martial art gym yeah I, I will this week. Yeah, I was off work this week, so I took it kind of easy. But yeah, I'll be I'll be back in there. Like, are you still doing jujitsu? Oh yeah. What belt are you? I, I, my belt's in karate. Oh. I don't okay. have any belts in any type of grappling or jujitsu. Oh okay, I got you. My black belt is in karate. What kind of karate? It was a uh, Yuan Yen Do. I did many years ago. Interesting. Yeah, and I, I went there because the place was right next to like I talked about when I worked at that Pembroke Hospital. Yeah. I was finally like, I need a black belt. I have to. And that was my mission. I skipped a ton of belts. I went right to green. They like had me like they they're like, hey, come in here. We okay. talked. They tested me and stuff, and I, I just skipped all. They're like, dude, you're, you're almost like a brown belt right now. Wow. You're on like the wow. verge of a black belt. That was for me doing kung fu for many many years. So what, and I skipped right ahead. What's it called again? It was Yan Yen Do. I don't know. It was Yon a guy Yen that Yen is an American a, style. The guy was oh, actually okay. from around here that yeah. developed it. And I, I only, I didn't care what style of karate it was. Yeah. It didn't matter to me. It was. I went there because it was across from the Pembroke Hospital. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so it took me about maybe, dude. I went fast. I started at like green stripe. I had my brown belt real quick. Wow. And that, dude, I don't think it was more than a year and a half because wow. I skipped so many belts. What happened was I, I told you before. I um, I did a, when I was in high school I was just my face was glued in the books because it was just a difficult school it was hard the, the, the intellectual I don't know that, what's the word I'm looking for it was um, it was a private school with very high standards curriculum yeah the curriculum whatever right just difficult. A, a prestigious. And, yeah, like I was, yeah, prestigious. I was yeah. very scared to miss a day at school because yeah. of the homework pile up. So I played in one band at the time and I couldn't do anything else. Mm. I was just 
all I could do was just barely keep myself. Yeah, I remember ahead. saying that. It was a very yeah. difficult school for me, but I did it. I graduated. One time I got a D. Everything else was C's and B's. I did it. Nice. Um, you know, Iron Maiden got me through. <laughs> you know, the little <laughs> band I played in. That was my like release when I was an adversary at the time, all through high school. I it, but but at the same time, I was always heavily into martial arts. Watching a lot of the really early UFC. And I'm just like, dude, look, the minute I get out of high school, I'm like, two, two things. I'm going to get a job, which was the job a couple days after I graduated, <laughs> the job I still have now. I'm going to get a job. And I'm finally going to start. I'm going to go to some like fighting gym, like martial arts. Okay, so now I'm still a teenager. I, I started going to progressive fighting arts, which was upstairs in the Brockton studios. Mm. I went there for like seven months. All this jujitsu that I learned there, I still use to this day. Most of the tactics, the way I go about it, all from that one place. Nice. So I went there, and my friends went there with me. One by one, my friends lost interest. Next thing, I'm the only one going there. Mm. Not that Brockton's far away, but again, convenience. There happened to be a kung fu place in Kingston. Okay, I grew up in a neighboring town, so Kingston was right up the street. So I started going to kung fu. Mm. Went there a really long time. You know, three or four years, maybe five years. Wow. So now I had jiu-jitsu and kung fu. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then I'm like, all right, I, I, ha- I just, I had to have a black belt. It would make this all legitimate. So I literally was like, okay, I'm work- working at the Pembroke Hospital at the time. And I said, um, all right, there's this karate school over there. I'm going to go there. I went in there. I said, hey, man, I've been doing this stuff a long, long time, but I've never been done your style. So like, all right, they got out some punching bags and stuff. We did some like fighting and stuff. Like, show us what you got. Like, I could stretch really good, like really high. I still can, right? And I could do like really high kick. I could, I could still do all that stuff, but like I, I demonstrated for them. And, like, wow. And like, I knew I had all this knowledge and they're like, dude, you, there's no way you're a white belt. You're way ahead. So they skipped like, there was like five, six, seven belts. Green was the fifth, I think. So they go, look, dude, you're really at, like a brown belt, but we'll skip you to green. Really quickly, I got my brown belt. Then I spent the next like year or so memorizing. All- See, that's the thing with like a lot of that stuff. It feels like you're doing homework more than you're doing. Yeah, you study. Yeah, it. because you're just memorizing all these different. But it doesn't matter if you can pull them off or not. They just want you to know them and memorize them. Yeah. There's so many, so many like punches and getting all this stuff. But I, I was like determined. I memorized them all, and finally I got good enough. Like they said. You're at the level you can take the black belt test. They only did it a couple times a year. The one was coming up, mm. and um, I, I did it. I passed it. Wow! And that was that. So I got that. Then I started kind of reverting back into like just like once I did it, I'm like okay, I did it. Then I got way back into like all grappling, jujitsu, judo, all the grappling knots. I just started reverting back to that. Nowadays, like I've said, I have a crazy, crazy schedule with work, with um. All the bands I'm in, yeah. I only go to open mats. It is not that could be looked at by a lot of people as me being a know-it-all. Like I don't need lessons. I'm just it's not that at all. Sure. Anyone who I grapple with, who know me, who I spar with, it's not me. It's it's nothing. Um, yeah. Ignor- it's it's not meant to be narcissistic. No, you're it, sincere. It is, and it's a scheduling problem. You know. I, I I do. I wish I could get to these places early and do lessons. There's just not enough time in the day. Mm-hmm. A lot of the open mats, they have them spread out throughout the week. So if I can't make it, say, tonight, I can just go tomorrow night. 
So schedule-wise, it's very easy. Plus, that's when you're doing the most work, when you're actually having matches. Yeah. And I, I need that above all else. Yeah. Like, like, cause, cause you can get very tired if you don't do it enough. Like, if I want to enter a tournament or something like that, you got to be in shape for it. That makes it's sense. The fastest way to be in shape. Just keep doing matches. There's like little thirty-second whatever breaks yeah. in between. Just keep doing them, doing them. That's just where I need to be right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I do a lot of like grappling, sparring. Anyone who I know that likes to do MMA, put gloves on. Let's do rounds. We'll do stand-up fighting. Uh, that's just that's where it's at for me. I've always felt I get better just doing the live action stuff than yeah. taking less. That's so that's where I'm at with all that now. It's that's just awesome. a lot of not a lot of lessons, just a lot of like training and just doing it. Are you doing any tournaments or anything coming up? I want to soon. There was a tournament a couple weeks ago and I decided against it for two reasons. December is the one month when my job is just out of control. Mm. Now, I could have done it if I wanted to, yeah. but I said, you know what? I could do it if I had to. I'd rather wait till I can train the way I want to. Yeah. Number two, that makes sense. they wouldn't you used to be able to, this particular tournament, you could show up with cash that day. There's always a fee. I found out at the last minute you had to do it all online. Well, I used my credit card for like Christmas shopping and stuff. I'm like, I don't got enough on this thing, right? So that was another thing too. You couldn't pay with cash, right? So that was a huge factor. I didn't want to pay with cash on this particular tournament. So I'm like, you know what? After Christmas, the next one that comes up, I'm, I'm definitely, I got nice. people now, like friends that are going to, you know, that want to, Enter some tournaments, so I'm like, dude, let me know. I'll go with you guys. Let's let's do this. Nice, you know. Man. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I will definitely enter some tournaments. Do you, ever go, do you ever go to any of the Cage Titan fights in Plymouth? Um, I do on occasion because, um, now it's like you know I know people that are in there. Yeah. So on a, again, dude, I don't like MMA culture. Yeah. I've never liked it. I've always had issues with it. If I go there, there's a specific reason. I'm probably watching someone who I know or trained with. Sure. You know, in some cases, I've got people that I've been spying with as they were getting ready for, f to fight. Mm. So it's like, oh, wow, it's cool. Like, um, I kind of know what they're going to do, and they, I know what their style is. So Yeah. yeah I, I, on occasion, yeah, on occasion. That's a whole, that's like a, like, this is a very intense feeling sometimes when you're there. Like, when these fights kick off, like, you can just feel the energy in the whole Yeah, world. yeah, but I think it's like that with any sport. Yeah, I, it I is. I don't oh, think yeah, it's different, yeah. any different. I think it's a any. different type of energy. Yeah, I feel yeah, a different yeah, type of energy yeah. in there. Right, no, you're right. right. You're right. right Every sport's right. got its energy. Yeah, yeah. The last fight I went to was pretty cool, but it was a couple of years ago, and I don't even remember who fought. But I've been following a couple of dudes around here, just on social media, who've yeah. been doing pretty well. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, I don't know. There's a big one coming up like very soon. I think it's like a hundred. Yeah, I know someone in it. Do you? Yeah, I might. I might. We'll say I might. Wink, wink. I might be going up. When is check that? out how this kid does. Um. Think, I, oh my gosh! I think it's is it next it's this Saturday? It's in like two days. It is yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, are you checking out Janetti by any chance? Um, Joe Janetti or Gianetti? One of the places I go to open mats, I see him. No shit. Yeah, I just saw him not long ago. I know I've met him before. Yeah, I see him around. I see all these people around. <laughs> I, I really keep to myself. He's doing good. Um, yeah, I'm not very social. I yeah. don't like. He would know my face if he saw me. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, but yeah. He, 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 I don't think he'd know my name or anything. But yeah, I see him. He definitely um, is someone I, you know, I, I like I see, see the, the last one I went to, half those people in there. I'm like, you know, some of them I just, you know, at the open mats, I was grappling with them. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, I, I didn't yeah. even know, you know, I had a match with them like two days before and had no no clue they were getting ready for a fight. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've had that happen too. 
Yeah, I want to get in there some more and see some fights. Yeah. I want to see him fight live. He's he's fucking crushing it right now. I think I've seen him before. I think I saw him, yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw him. He might have fought when I went there a couple of years yeah. ago. I don't remember. Yeah, but dude, you know what, Kevin? It's so much like, oh my gosh, dude. It's, it's identical to any, whether it's... Like the a, culture? A, well, a music scene. Yeah, no, yeah, I just yeah, mean yeah, the yeah. networking. It's like the gyms are the rehearsal places and the bands, mm. and then the, the fight is like the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like everyone definitely. knows each other. Like It's definitely like a network, and they all know it. It's, it's, it's smaller than you would think. Like I just keep seeing the same faces over and over and over again. Sometimes you know? the scene sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, dude, I don't... I never was a fan when, um, you know, that... Um, what's the station now? Spike TV with their Girls Gone Wild commercials mm, mm-hmm. Dana White when all that took over I, yeah. I, I, I was not I liked it long before that and I, I didn't like um, you know that's when like tap out culture and all that <laughs> and dude you can ask a lot of people that are into the sport that even fighters yeah. I will guarantee you can find some that agree with me they didn't like that either that wasn't, yeah. that wasn't why they were there yeah you know? so, yeah Oh, that was very weird, dude. Like the tap out shirts and affliction yeah. jeans and fucking. Dude, there was. <laughs> did you ever play the New Wave Cafe in New Bedford? Midway? No, New Wave. New, oh, New, New Wave. wave. New uh, wave. Uh, no, I don't yeah. think so. You, did you ever know Ronnie, the sound guy? I might have. I don't remember the people. Ronnie was a good friend of mine. I worked with him. Quick funny story about Ronnie. I think I brought this up last time I was on. He was like really big in like the hippie movement in the 60s. Nice. And when you talk to him about it. <laughs> Like his brain starts going back. Like he's like, Kent State, man. They've got a few of us that day. But we showed them, right? Like I'm like, what? Like when he goes, they got a few of us that day. That day they got a few of us. But and I'm like, wow. But um, he he told me once, he was the, he was the sound guy at the New Wave Cafe. Yeah. And he said that like an MMA gym opened up a couple streets away. And the minute that place opened, the place, like, the number of fights in that bar, like, quadrupled oh, from those dudes coming in and just looking for trouble. Oh, God. I mean, there was that, like, era of the tap, I call it the tap-out era of MMA. Yeah. Like, everyone's wearing tap-out, and they're just going to gym, starting fights with everybody. Yeah. Bridgewater was awful, awful, going to downtown Bridgewater during that era. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Like, you could, I mean, you I know you're you're trip about. and you fall in a fight, you know? Yep. Um, but yep. I feel a lot of that has died down. It really has. That yeah. fad, I think it's gone back down to, like, normal. And, um, it's a good observation, man. Good yeah. call. Yeah, no, it definitely has gone down. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah. Well, yeah. dude, I have had a super long week, and yeah. I apologize. You want to wrap it up. I, I apologize fine. because I'm, like, super fucking tired. You're the I, was, boss. I was just sick all week. Yeah. And I fucking, yeah, I just, uh, I'm exhausted. Did you get tested? Did you get tested? I tested at the house. Yeah? yeah. Why is that? Because I have them at the house. Yeah. I don't, I, piece, guess what, PCR Kevin? You, you I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have them at the house. <laughs> I Are you okay? Them. Was it a cold? Was yeah. it just? Yeah. Okay. I tested negative. Can, I wanna, can I end with one final story? Sure. I knew an elderly person that got really sick a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Very sick. Coughing, some type of throat, whatever. And I noticed, as soon as they found out it wasn't the coronavirus, oh, he's okay, just leave him. And I'm like, that person's really sick. That person could die. Yeah. And I just noticed, as long as it wasn't the coronavirus, like, what this person had was probably worse and could have killed him, and no one was worried about it. 
just because it wasn't corona. Be, just because it wasn't the corona. Yeah, that, okay. I mean, if that old, you're, that, you're susceptible. Right. But do you, you see what I'm getting? At? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's a problem. In, that yeah. goes into the that's meta- a problem. There's mm. money, money incentive. Right. There was no money action. in what was happening to him. Absolutely. Just yeah. want to end with that story. I think it's a good place to. That is to a wrap good place, up. man. Yeah. And um, it's pathetic. Yeah. Well, Kevin, as always. Dude, I want to have you back as many times as you want to come back. Listen, dude. As long as your audience ain't sick of me, I'll come back as long as you want. They're not. Did you? You get lots of nice, <laughs> friendly comments. He's not. <laughs> last, last time, last time I was on, you make lots of new friends. People liked it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're I'm episodes, being sarcastic. No, yeah. your episodes yeah. actually get like a, most of the views. Okay, well, not I'm kidding, in. right, Brian? He has a lot to say, and people want to hear it. It's, yeah. like, it's like Gene Simmons says: any publicity is good publicity. I even, know. Even when dude. it's negative, people are gonna tune in. You know. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, that's true. But Kevin, as always, I, I appreciate Kevin. Can I say this too? I know you want to get out of here. Yeah, go um, ahead, man. Branch Davidian, Medjugorje, mm. Exanguination, all the other bands. I'm in. Can I? Can I first? Can I shout out a little bit to wrap it up? Fucking take and, your time, and dude. Also. We are unbelievably appreciative. You've been having all my band members in. Yeah. This has been incredible public, uh, advertising, giving us a chance to say where we come from. The, the interview fun. with Ross was genius. That was I'm fun. like, I didn't even know this about Ross. I didn't know <laughs> Ross talked this much. This is like brilliant. It was great. And yeah, Nick, all this stuff. Um, yeah, dude, I just want to say to close is that I got a lot of bands going on right now. Yeah. A lot. Medjugorje. We're, we're writing new material. We've got all the old riffs I use in the Seven Day Curse. Um, Branch Davidian is going to start recording drums for our next album in um, February. Nice. Uh, Exanguination, the new album's being mixed. Yeah. Uh, I'm Not Dead Yet. I play bass for that band too, but Buddy Terrence, great band. Uh, Brian from uh, um, Wolverine's Bay is, is the drummer. Nice. We're a three piece. Um, the get along. Wait, the drummer for Wolves or is yeah, Brian is the drummer. He's a fucking awesome drummer, man. He's great. I never knew him until then, and you know, <clears throat> it's it's fun being in a band with him. He's a great guy. Yeah. Um, the get along gang. Yeah. We actually we've officially played a show. That's the band I'm in with you. Yeah, that was fun. It's it's a I don't know what you call us. It's a rock band. <laughs> yeah. Emo. I don't know, but we're writing stuff. We practice in this room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also have. Um, Puritan, X Puritan X. That's my straight edge project. Yeah. Look yeah. that up. X Puritan X. Look up those lyrics. Those lyrics will make me lots of new friends. <laughs> we're only in the demo stage right now. We got a scratchy demo, but we're uh, Morse Mordra. That's my black metal band. Now, that's actually Nick put that together. Nice. I, see, Puritan and Morse Mordra is just kind of little projects we have. Nothing too much, yeah. nothing too crazy. I'm putting a band together called Prairie Famine. Okay. Right. I was watching Little House of the Prairie. They said, it's a prairie fire. And I changed fire to famine. Prairie famine. That's going to be the band. I have a lot of, I have a really good situation where I can travel. I'm mobile. Mobile, despite my job. Yeah. It's this thing I have if I'm ever in a jam. And maybe some type of traveling, touring situation. Maybe my other bands aren't available. I'm going to put this thing together. I'm just going to grab whatever college kids that don't have jobs and don't care. And like, all right, I got this one band. So I am going to put that band together. Then I got another band, another controversial band that will be out soon called Hour of Prayer. Nice. And um, that, that'll that'll earn me lots of new friends when that comes out. You just so, earn a yeah. lot of friends. But, but these, the, the point is, dude, a lot of these bands, it's the same people. We're just switching instruments. Sure. A lot of them are side projects. Yeah. Some of them only practice once a month. It's really not as crazy as it sounds. 
um, it, it's 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 me hanging out with people and writing so many tons of songs, creating yeah. songs, and just these different bands facilitate them. Well, that's and awesome, that's man. It. I, that's I love it. your fucking passion yeah. and your drive for thanks. everything, man. Thanks and again. Thanks for having us on, dude. Anytime. We, it, this helps having my band members on. I mean, you've given us a help us Let's get one of those bands, dude. Anyone, on anyone that wants to come right here, yeah, Kevin. You know what else too? I think I think um this this is my final word to you, um, dude. I am a victim. Even though I'm kind of in the shadows, maybe I'm not a, you know, I'm not as known as some of the other people around, and whether it's music or politics or whatever, I am still a victim of like the short sound clip. Mm. He said this, he said that. Yeah. Dude, this format is incredible, especially the last time I came yeah. on yeah, yeah. where we got into deep detail and a few, because this gives me a chance to say it without being like censored and like. This is long form, yeah. and I can explain myself. Yeah. And I think people need to hear more of that from the people that are in the types of bands we're in, because what we're Definitely. saying, what we're saying, is not popular. Right. And right. what I said quickly before a song th- is not like the full picture. I don't have that much time up there. There are other bands. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. The interview it, format. You know what I mean? So that's all. Thank we, you. We appreciate it. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. Anybody that wants to come on can come on. We have a couple of hip-hop artists coming up that I can't wait for. We're going to have Tommy Nichols back. He's a rapper out of Brockton. He's fucking awesome. Get some more punk and hardcore bands that just get everything. Remember my buddy Decoy that played the Hall show with us? Yeah. He's going to be doing a track with Medjugorje. Really? He needs help. Nice. Nice. He's operating kind of in a metal scene and he's a rapper. Yeah. Dude, maybe one day if we set it up for him to come in here. Dude, He he would be a great guest because he's doing hip-hop and he needs, he just needs a... Fucking awesome. I'm, I'm connected format, with a couple you know? of hip-hop artists right now yeah. that I feel like I should just fucking connect them all. Kevin, I, I used to know the hip-hop scene. I yeah. could help out rappers. I used to help rappers get shows yeah. all the time. Yeah. In, in other states, I've lost touch with it. I don't I don't know what's going on with it. I think hip-hop's moved We're to a lot a of... We're a million bands. Well, I think it's a lot... Even when I, last time when Transylvanian played in New York City, I was talking to some local rappers that came to the show, and they're like, dude, it's, it's, it's all about like... Um, having rap battles on the sidewalk right now just spur of the moment yeah like even battle scenes, rap is huge I'm actually gonna right. have a battle rapper on I, here in a couple weeks yeah too. I think the dawn of the you know computer recording like I think a lot of rappers now are recording oh, yeah. in their houses putting it on the internet and seeing what happens and that's take, yeah. maybe taking the place of shows yeah you know? yeah so. yeah There's, there is a kind of a resurgence that's starting now right um, for shows and I'm nice. um, trying to like yeah I'm really trying to highlight it yeah I would but you're right no you're I absolutely been to a right show in a long time I would definitely yeah, me neither I know other Dude. than other than decoy I mean I see him rap all the time now yeah. but um that's I mean I don't know I'd like to see him on an actual hip hop show I yeah think, man you know, yeah and yeah but you did you nailed that on the head a lot of them are recording at home yeah. and just yeah. putting it out to see what happens yeah. that's, that's true yeah well man thanks again right, for cool, coming cool. in Okay, As I always, do. thanks both you, both you guys. Thank you. Anytime. And, uh, anytime. Yeah, anytime. Anytime, thanks. brother. Thanks. Todd Rock Life.